How do we start this? We don't Back start. We just it just it just starts. We just start with what it's called. This is three three point <laughs> five. This is Aurora of X. Maybe the best run so far. Aurora, right? Yeah. I've been I've been badgering you, just saying this has been my favorite collection of reads. Yes. Minus minus one, but that one doesn't ruin everything else I'm enjoying. That's funny. You remember the the last ones we did already. You just you remember that these were they weren't as good as this one. You yeah, because like it's, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't. I, I can't rank them myself. No, but like you, you well, well, we have a different reading style, obviously, because you're kind of ahead and yeah. Like you'll go back and double back to see what your notes say. But I'm reading them, and then like I like how, like, connected they are, and a lot of them have like character that touch like we can go into continuity errors but like actually have other characters in other titles that do like real shit that affect the other titles so this one is like the most cohesive of like i got to see like storm in like three different things ah yeah, i got to yeah. see fucking kate pride and spoiler alert kate pride's dead so like that fucks with your mind of like how old was this whole series thing going on right like is there gonna be a time jump like um I got, and this had the for me like one of my favorite things about payoffs for new mutants they finally come back to earth and then x-men take off into space so like that's a huge connection like there's a great connection between magic and cyclops so this one had so much fucking synergy between a lot of characters that have already grown to like like in this series that like you now see how they're playing off of each other um there's so much great stuff with Colossus and Domino and like her stories. Yeah, out. that's the stuff. That, that, yeah, that was. Yeah, you're right. like, that was great. we should jump in. But like, yeah, I can remember distinctly in terms of connection and just like a feel like all of these books belong together kind of thing. This has been Aurora's been my favorite run so far. And right. that's it's not a shot to everything else we read. Like we literally talk about how much this is our favorite kind of segments to do for fucking Pod Pod. Uh, yeah it is it it is it's interesting too because like when you look around online and things like that i see a lot of i I can't say a lot of people but i I guess the vocal minority is like not happy with all of this going on because they can't wrap themselves they can't wrap their heads from what i can tell around um the new age stuff like the whole polygamous relationships and really like, I yeah, that, was, like there was too much to like consume like i like the fact that we can at least bounce shit off of each other no so, so like, but you and I, you and i are open to, to things like that we're just kind of reading we enjoy a good read it doesn't well, matter know that we're both polygamists so yeah, well we, that too we're all we're all for we're all for yeah we're all for open sex in, in, interracial marriage and poly- 2020 is about polygamy 2019 we're, is about interracial basically so. like new age hippies but yeah no a lot of people a lot i can a lot of people and a, a lot from what i've seen is like that's that's a big beef that's a big sticking point for, for, for which is people. fucked up because i i guarantee half of those cats loved matrix too and that's the the matrix the machines orgy scene and that's all about like yeah I, this is kind of like that, that usually is the theme like if there's like a fucking new world or something new utopia or a place where it's like separated from everything else that was fascist and shitty we're probably just gonna hook up because what else is there to do right like that's that's a a very simple concept i think i think a lot of it's just like people can't let go of a certain image like they it's funny because you want change and you want growth and progression in comic books but you don't want uh scott and gene to break up like you know how you know this is is, well then how are we gonna how are you gonna change or evolve you don't switch things up once in a while things you love but like one if if the person writes it knows the characters which 
I think wholeheartedly minus like maybe a couple things that I wasn't going to see coming, but like so far as working out, every writer kind of understands the character that they're working yeah. with or the yeah. team that they're working with. Like, and we'll get into Wolverine, which like that was his turn is great too, but like they, they understand the mind of Wolverine. Yeah. Um, but not, but not only that, it's like, and the mind of like Cyclops who's constantly dealing with this love triangle that like is kind of in the back, but like always in the front too. Like yeah. there's a great scene in I think X factor where Jean's talking to like Logan telepathically and then like Cyclops like chimes in to like talk to her and like break. Like, so there's all this like, subtle shit that's so fucking leveled and amazing which is would be the nod to everyone that's like don't change yeah. Yeah. but the fact that they like, add so much to it is but, just like, so no, rewarding like, not only that know. though not, not only that though like if you know jonathan hickman's writing style i know he doesn't write everything but he's the over the overseer of whatever yeah. of all this whole thing he's a long game specialist so you know things even if you don't really like what things are right now which we do we like like he knows where he's he knows what he's doing he's gonna take it somewhere and it's gonna be cool and just it's, it's not even like to say we we like it like that's just such i'm a, enjoying like, it because i'm enjoying it simply for the fact that it is different i agree but uh, i'm saying it in terms of like our minds just keep fucking wilding out on what we think could happen next yes and the fact that like he's leaving such great breadcrumbs that like are coming back that we can pick it up later on or stuff that like i wasn't even looking at that and look mm -hmm. at this now like mm -hmm. That it's so rewarding as a reader of comic books because once you kind of figure out the template, you're like, okay, I see. What, like you, you get a Batman book when you read a Batman book. You know what's gonna happen. You, the, like it's pretty much, unless you get a great writer, um, beginning, middle, end. Like there's a problem, there's a villain, Batman's got him. That's the it. This has kind of been like, I know these characters and I kind of know the world they're in, but they already changed the rules. Like off off the jump when they made fucking ex-militant i was like okay i had never seen this before and i'm all in right like so it's it's been a different kind of rewarding of like it's such a great page turner for so many different reasons yeah um yeah. And, and we're like how many minutes in we haven't even talked about let's get let's get into it let's, <laughs> let's get into it let's, let's finish up let's finish up the it's been a while but let's finish up the um x-men fantastic four miniseries book three but yeah, well, we we'll, we'll do book three. Do you want to break down or just do book three and four together? Uh, it, it'll merge together. I just want to talk about. Yeah, we said it before we started rolling. I love Fantastic Four X Men series for their cover art alone. Every issue has a team, and regardless of what the team is, it's always just for me. It's just like I love fucking roll calls and just like lineups of team members and stuff. But it's always like a taste of things that are probably going to happen in that issue. This is the first time that it's not really, but it's still like a nice taste of something that could happen down the line. We talk about long-term building, but I'd love a team of fucking Iceman, Human Torch, Reed, uh, Magneto, and Psylocke. Like, mm. who the fuck would fuck with that? Yeah. <laughs> even though, and even though, you know, Psylocke's not in this book, but. Um... But again, like we were talking about, that could be a taste of things to come. Yeah. Um, cut to the actual team. It's basically like the full X-Men expansion team that's like really dealing with and i love that too like they didn't pull any punches with who they want to be the stars for these books it's the full run of x-men and it's the full run of fantastic four like franklin and uh i think even uh valeria yep. valeria, valeria are like, so pivotal that like i think they're gonna make them kind of linchpins to a huge like mcguffin or like problem or solution because they're treated with such 
we need to have eyes on these kids all the time, right? The fact yeah. that everybody after this last attack from Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four are like, where the fuck are my kids? Which is all the fucking rationale you need from two parents. They're like, where are my kids? And X-Men are like, we don't have them. Um, but they, they send the, it's, they're in the Bluebird. It's like Cyclops, Magneto, um, Beast, Emma. I just want to say Rogue's on the team, but she's in a old school outfit. Yeah, the outfits change, eh, with with the um the, the different series. Which throws me off again, which I yeah. fucking kinda like, right? That's still Cyclops wearing his new outfit. It's still Magneto in his white suit, but like this is a a younger rogue, perhaps. Like I love the fact that like it's such a weird hiccup that it they could really rationalize to be like, this is a different time or this is something else happening, or it's just Rogue being like, I wanna rock this shit. It wouldn't make sense, but it's not something I like bite onto to be like this this is no continuity in it i just fucking enjoy that i don't even know what it is i'm just really enjoying the read yeah and just just a heads up i'll be i'll be quoting dr doom quite a bit in this one because he's got so many the the mvp he's got so many fucking lines in this that are just so good because like you said the x jet are chasing the fantastic four down and they end up shooting them down Right. Um, Reed's already developed a new suit for the whole team that has helmet protectors, so none of the psychic mutants can get into their heads. Smart man. Um, And Sue kind of saves them from actually dying a fiery death by kind of bubbling down to uh, Doom Island. And then another fight fight begins, right? Like, fucking... I like like how they land. Yeah, they're they're fighting on... On the, the island, the shores of Doom Island. Yeah, it's kind of cool how Kurt and Logan tag team Johnny, though. Eh? I mean, just like you don't get to see Logan until he's flying out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> claws ablaze, and um, fucking Reed looks just looks like an alien. <laughs> like he's Reed doesn't look prepared. Reed is the one that not, doesn't look prepared for anything that's happening, even though he, he should be the most prepared. Yeah, I I don't want to call him the weakest link or anything, but he just seems like he's the most. Not like you said, not not unprepared. Almost, it's like oh shit. And between him and fucking Professor X, I don't know who the real villain of this title could be. But like, we haven't been introduced any other than Doom, right? Like Doom is a, like a natural heel or villain. But like in terms of like the strategy and like the mind fucking, it's either Professor X or it's Reed Richards. Based yeah. on everything we keep reading, one of these two, two, one of these two dudes is doing something heinously wrong in the sake of family or mutant uh, liberation. But it's great. That's right. And he, so obviously Doom land, or lands, Doom shows up while they're having their little... Fighting on his shores. This is, they're not in Krakoa anymore. They're not on Earth. This is yeah. fucking my, this is my country. Doom <laughs> Island. And he's just like... This is Latveria. He gets there and he just starts throwing daggers because he can, he can, <laughs> Magneto, because Magneto's there, right? And he's kind of like... My face was fucking great too, man. What's that? Uh, uh, just them like face to face. Yeah, of course. And it, it, Doom's, Doom's there. And as soon as he gets there, you know, Magneto's looking at him. He's going, ah, I feel you attempting to manipulate my armor. But I'd be a fool to rely on pure metal unlike the little man with the metal bones. <laughs> <So> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and in the background, you just see like Wolverine getting all like tense stuff. He's like, fucking guy, right? The guy just shows up and just starts beacon everybody <laughs> it's his island doom is god i want to see doom god um it goes off with the rest of the marauders coming out of kind of the woods that's right yeah because they've been cool, cool, there. Cool. no need for a fight like i kind of made a deal with this dude and everyone's like what <laughs> you, you did what yeah that was uh, 
there's kind of that argument like that wasn't your call and it's like to kate and kate's like well Kind Which of is true. Call. Like Sue, Sue freaks out. She's like, "That's not your kids. Like, yeah. this is Doctor Doom. You should not be making those types of deals." And she's right, but at the same time, she was the only one who was there to make it. Yeah, and to look out for the kids. Like she had yeah. the kids' interest, uh, interest in in the best of heart. Well, however you say that saying correctly, she had her their interest in. Yeah, her bet their best interest in in mind. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. With so heart. Just, yeah. <laughs> What was the other thing? What was the other thing that Doom said? What he's doing? He beats fucking Reed so great. You toss, uh, yeah. You toss and t- you toss and turn at night, missing that sliver of intelligence that would put you on par with Doom. Um, that and he uh, he he sees Magneto and he says, "I am simply doing what a father could not." And I was yeah, like, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Like just talking about how he could teach Franklin like how to fucking run his powers. So I was like, oh yeah. Reed Reed gets bent over a lot. Yeah. But rightfully so, he deserves it. Exactly. Um, starts taking them on the tour to show them where their kids are because Franklin and I'm just gonna call her Val yeah, are, chill, are chilling in Uncle Uncle Doom's kind of lair and talking about like if this is the right thing to be doing. But like Franklin really wants to get in touch with his powers. Like he's essentially an Omega level and officially a mutant, right? So I love that this is coming of age. Like he's essentially just a teen trying to rebel, but in the best way. Like he wants to be able to be free to be himself what's really cool about this too so so they like you said they agreed to, to keep working on franklin and it goes ahead with with beast and reed which is a little bit of a, an illuminati reunion um to help out to over kind of help out with the whole process of what doom's trying to do and it's kinda, it's really cool i thought when they were talking about uh god power and stuff like they figure out that omega level mutants can channel a certain amount of energy that they, that reed calls god power right through somewhere else where other mutants can't they don't know where it's coming from and that's the whole idea is that they want to find out or doom wants to find out where it's coming from and doom being doom calls them von doom, von particles. doom particles yeah that's amazing like that's the best quote like, like, he's such a dick i love it he's a god you know he's so far from a dick he's just he's got such he just uh, is he just is and he yeah he really is like we're not even talking about the best stuff he do- he's done yet but Again, like um, the first couple of, well, I guess the mid pages are just kind of little team ups talking about, um, I guess the morality of the whole situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, how can you trust Doom? Like, how, can we trust the X Men? Like, do we trust ourselves? Talking from the the viewpoint of the Fantastic Four, right? Like, there's a lot of hands in this pot, and what's gonna cook is gonna be fucking amazing. But we don't know if Frank's gonna end up being a weapon or like a bomb or like the savior, right? Because yeah. Uh, Mags and X still view him as the Messiah, and Reed wants no part of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's his. That's that's Doom's whole plan is he wants to travel through dimensions, where the the Von Doom particles are from, and and claim them as his own, so he can kind of ch- he tries to channel that power mm-hmm. himself. Uh, I also want to say, like, the actual comic is completely different too compared to the rest in the series. Like, I can't remember if number one or two have it, but number three and four have, like, color. Like, the, the moments where it breaks from actual paneling, where they give you, like, information, they're using blues and yellows. Yes. Um, the spotlights for the character that, like, tell you which rosters in each comic, they're all in color. That's, in every other issue I've read, they're all black and white. So, yeah. like, I love the fact that they're like, pay attention to this shit. This shit's going to come back somehow big or bad or amazing amazing but it needs to stand out from everything else we're doing 
Yeah, this is well. This is more of a tie-in to the whole thing, but still, it's 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 important, I think, because it introduces um, what Franklin is doing, really. And he's a big, like you're saying about him before. He's a big. He'll be a big piece moving forward. If you if Krakow can get him on their shores, then that's. Huge, I know right? you say the tie-in, but I think it's so pivotal in terms of like this is where we get to see X being even more militant. Yeah. And the fact that he's just like, yo, mutant superior, like, uh, superiority needs to happen. And I don't care if I have to fucking step on my allies, because there's a lot of new Illuminati nods in the, these two comics, which there is great. Is. Yeah, there are. We go so head-to-head with Breed about, like, I don't care what we've done in the past. Fuck you now. Like, if this, like, we like this dude talking about Frank, and if Frank wants to come run with us, he can. Yeah. And then I just love the fact that Sue's just like, who the fuck do you guys think you are? Like, this is my son. This is my daughter. You don't get that say. But in the same breath, she, like, she's always mad at Reed because Reed's been doing some fucking heinous shit in order to protect, quote unquote, the family. So, like, I get that this is an X-Men series, but, like, this is the best version of seeing X-Men because you don't get to see behind the curtain of Kokoa and then just having orgies and having fun. Like, this is all of them A-game. Like, this is the A-team. This is the A-squad. This is, like, they called up Magneto and Professor X to be, uh, to go, like, talk to the Fantastic Four. Yep. So, like, no, it's, it's for me, it's, automatically, it's, it's, that jumps it up. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's so much more compliant. It's so, like, specific of, like, something's going to happen with this issue if we're killing out somebody or like like doom is going to become the best god ever like this is the shit that's going to help shape shit that's happening in the series and the series already has so much stuff like moving around but this one for me just stands out so much more and i fucking love doom i, I love like, doom how'd you like how'd you like uh, the conversation you had with uh charles oh that's fucking great like uh, okay so we're, we're moving into like issue four and i just want to talk about that cover this is still it's three doom. this is still three um, like towards the end, because the end, you yeah. talked about like, Doom doing his like um, his big plan and his big speech, and like he's doing it through like hologram technology. So he's like plucking out like him traveling through different worlds and stuff. Um, like Doom's the best, but like in terms of he doesn't fit into this world. Like he's always doing his own thing. Whatever happens is kind of like consequence of like oh you're like you you lucked into what I was doing. I've been fucking loving the interactions between X and Reed. Like that shit is like real world shit of just like, this is every day. You don't understand it. And like Franklin's in the middle of that shit. Right. So yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like a tug of war. As as much as doom is trying to insert himself as uncle doom. I don't think he cares about Franklin that much. He doesn't give a fuck about him. Like he'll help him, but like, fuck that shit. I got, he wants, he wants the, he wants, he wants the power, right? He wants the God power, the Omega level. Do you have more, do you have more quotes for, um, Professor X and Doom talking. Oh God, yeah. There's, the whole thing is quotable, but the <laughs> the it, it starts with. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but I I want uh, to. But it, but um, it starts with just X asking him like, "Why are you doing this? Like you 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 um, you didn't accept Krakoa's deal with from from Jump. So why are you helping this young moon? He's kind of like basically he's like, "I do what I want," and he just kind of goes on about how insulting. Charles is to him, right. and it ends with like the whole like. Fuck! I'm gonna read a whole line. I'm gonna read a whole bunch. Yeah, actually, <laughs> That's like, he's, he's, gonna... he's just like he's like Doom recognizes the country of Krakoa, but I do not 
recognize that having claws protrude from your body makes you worthier than a human who, de who dedicates their life to diplomacy and the study of culture. It is insulting. You are insulting, Charles, with this, supreme, with this pretense of super superiority. Doom will help this young man because it is what Doom wishes to do with his power, power that he has earned. <laughs> oh, <laughs> while you, yeah. while you were simply born Sorry. with it. That's right. While you were simply born with it. I just wanted to talk about how much Doom talks in the third person, which is it's amazing. amazing too. Yeah, He's, I don't even think of him as a villain. He's so anti. He's just like, I'm doing what I'm doing. If you're in my way, fuck you. Yeah, he's, but he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't care. He's just a force. Right? And he's just, he just, it, like, Doom just is. Is, he yes. Is. He, he definitely is a mentality, a philosophy, and maybe the best thing ever. Because yeah. um, we'll go into. But I love, that, I love that. I love that angle that he looks at that's kind of like, I earned my power. I earned yeah, where I am. He's you well guys, He's you, been a scientist. He's just studied. Yeah, he's. He could equally have been in the Illuminati instead of Reed. Like they're on, I think they're on par in terms of intellect. Oh. Doom just took a little more leeway and kind of exceptions on how to like capitalize on his power. But like he, he's always been a countryman for his people. Like he's always like yeah. him and X have way more in common than they want to believe. Yeah, X is finally buying into what Doom is thinking of. Like fuck everything else. Like I'm smart and I want to protect all, all these people behind me. If you get in my way, I will fuck you up. Right? Yeah. Like. That's whole Professor X's new mantra, yeah, but I mean, Doom like takes it to a next level. Of like, okay, well, I can make myself even stronger too, right? Like, yeah. why wouldn't I? Well, you guys, you guys were just born with your powers. I earned my fucking place. That's that's kind of his whole mentality, which is like, and then just keep adding on to that, right? It's yeah. he, he's the best. Yeah. I love him. Um, but then you get a couple of the mutants right at the end. The ones that aren't involved with the whole process, like Sue and Emma and Logan and and Magneto, they kind of go out for a stroll, and they get caught slipping by the um, or they get they get attacked by a bunch of what they think is Doombots. Doombots, yes. But they're actually mutants, which is in amazing. Doom, in Doom you, armor, so it's like figure out how sinister Doom could be because he knew that they set would them up. Box. But uh, yeah, he basically brainwashed a whole bunch of mutants that are living on his island to suit up as Doom and yeah. makes Wolverine another murderer. Yes, yeah, he kills Wolverine. By law, he's like, well, you you, you, you spilled fucking uh, Latveria blood on so, Latveria. Fuck you guys. It's it's all out now, right? We're throwing down, and then he, he brings out the fucking... Well, calls the alarm, and then Doom maybe bot, the The Doombot Sentinels. Sentinels that look like Doom. <laughs> it's fucking great. And you get a, and then they give you an amazing panel of X-Men fighting Sentinels. You get, uh, it's like, Wolverine, Iceman, and Nightcrawler just lunging at this giant Doombot Sentinel. It's fucking great. Um, it, it's so, and that's like the that's the before the credits, like trailer. Yeah. Like if you're watching a TV show, this is before the credits. That was the little lead in. I was like, oh, we killed somebody. Oh, it was a mutant. Oh, Doctor Doom was like. <laughs> and then giant Doombots. I want to say the cover is fucking amazing too. It's Doom in the background. Um, with Kate behind them and Franklin in front of them, and they all look like badasses. Because yeah, like it's very Kate, shaded. Kate, yeah, Kate is phasing through Doom to try and get through Franklin. So yeah. you see the power struggle, and then again, they keep making Kate a main player, which, which is great. We, we, we you and I, Oscar in another title. Yeah, you and I both really like because I really become a big. Oh, her her rise to ascension has been fucking beautiful and overdue. Like the fact that we don't even call her Kitty anymore. Yeah, is, I've, yeah. Is a strength to the writing. She's been one of my favorite parts of this whole relaunch. Has been her story and 
progress. Um, so Doom being Doom has this an impenetrable force field between Franklin and kind of the Fantastic Four X-Men combo that not even Sue Storm can break through or Kate can phase through. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, fuck you. <laughs> He's like, well, why would I just let you come into my house and yeah, yeah. <laughs> take my nephew kind of shit? It's what, do so think, what do you think this is? <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you think you are? Like, oh, he's so great. Oh, and then so and great. then when when Kate does start to phase through it, she kind of forces her way through it. He fucking, he makes her mass super heavy. So she just drops <laughs> through the ground. <laughs> He, he like mind fucks her and he's just like okay yeah. you're heavy and she just destroys the ground below her <laughs> it's so great and she's like i've never i never did that before what just happened yeah. and like frank and sue are freaking out because they're like this is everything we've warned you about we can't trust victor like stop it victor and victor's just kind of just chilling <laughs> he's so great yeah yeah <laughs> he does everything with like the, the most amount of ease like he barely lifts a finger this entire like issue but, but he does so much. much. He does so much. I can't talk about how much I love Doom more because I love Doom. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. But uh, the the mutants end up with Sue. Well, Emma gets the psychic link with Sue to kind of to let her know, help. hey, what's going on? Yeah, like to let, well, and help them help them out with the, with these Doom these mutant Doom bots. Yeah, which is great about Doom too. He forced X-Men and Fantastic Four to make a like a super team yeah. to fight off himself. Yeah. Like that's how great he is. Yeah. So they need Sue to help with the super team because they're getting dusted out on the shores, right? Yeah, she's gotta she's gotta kinda separate their armor. To make she, sure they're mutants or like bots or Yeah, like, and then well then Nightcrawler can bamf them out of the armor, right? And because they the the you find out that the mutants aren't actually brainwashed. They're just kinda the armor is kind of leading them to do things. Yeah, they're they're, inside. they're hosts, and the the armor's leech. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a or parasites. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. So so, so everything they want to do. Yeah. So soon I would take or as Sue's taking them pieces of the armors off their forearms, and then Nightcrawler is just bamping them out of the armor early. It only works so much because kind of they call in the ace in their sleeve, which is Franklin, who I don't know what he does, but he does it like in a messiah form like he basically just goes white light and fucking yeah. fries everything but i don't know what that power is yet they, they haven't really like they well his, his whole power his whole power set is he, he can create galaxies so i mean anything from anything from it's pretty broad that's a silver surfer level yeah that, that's what i mean but that's that's why everybody wants him because like dude you will you can fucking basically create whatever and that means you can destroy whatever yep so that's exactly what he does. <laughs> also, we haven't seen Silver Surfer, so I'm hoping he finds a way to appear. We've not seen Silver, but every time we're always like, "Oh, we haven't seen this guy." We haven't seen like I was like, "Remember that time?" I was, oh, we haven't seen Omega Red, and then I swear the he next shut issue. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, well, man. There he is. Wait till we start talking about the X Men series of shit that showed up there. Yeah, but so 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 Kate does end up saving Franklin. He does the big he blast. Does the god He's a god. Yeah. Like, like we should just start saying, calling him God. Yeah. Um, and everyone's just like, "What the fuck? Like, this is what this kid can do." Like, yeah. I love how like I think like Rome is just like, oh, "Well, uh, like, there's no not a lot of words." Everyone's just looking like, "God damn." Yeah, this one's all. This one's all pretty much mostly action, and and so by the end of it, we all learn a lesson on free choice and paying attention to one another. Then Franklin moves to Krakoa. <laughs> um, it. I just want to say there's a great panel of 
um, Professor X in the foreground, Cyclops in like the, the middle, and then Magneto in the background, and they're all just like the nerve of you, Doom. I was like, oh man, I'd love to see those three against Doctor Doom. Like, like sign me up, right? And then you find out it's not even Doom that they're facing off against. It's no, like, like foreground. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the wind, man. He's, he's, he's gone. He's already on, like, plan, like, G. He's on plan B. Like, he's so fucking great. He's in the um, wind. And, and then he has, he has a speech for them, too. He's like, like, Professor X has to be all, like, um, I don't care if you're, you're a holler armor. Um, you can't tamper with minds. And, like, yeah, like you're saying, freedom of speech and, like, freedom of mind. Like, these are Cohen's. He's like, fuck off. Like, welcome to <laughs> Latveria Island. He's kind of like, dude, you you came here. Here, yes. You're on my spot. Yeah. Uh, so good. So don't, don't fucking start throwing your weight around on my island, basically. And you are in Latveria. Then <laughs> <laughs> you get the touching moment between Reed and Franklin where Franklin is kind of like, you got to let go, Dad. I'm growing. Like, I got to make these my own decisions. And... Reed's like, yeah, fine. Seemingly, right? You assume that he's being a uh, like a caring father and trusting that his son is going to make the right decisions. However, <laughs> if you keep reading, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you find out not always what Reed's been doing. Um, so Franklin is now like a Cocoa member or ally or citizen. That's the word. Yeah, Working citizen, with Reed, yeah. which is fucking amazing. Um, and then there's. Uh, uh, he, so he's he's a man between two worlds, which is going to be a great kind of study or issues if they keep playing on like, I live in this world, but I live in this world, right? Um, he wants to go back home for dinner, obviously, and X and Magneto are like, oh yeah, we'll join you, right? So oh, they, that was shady, eh? That that was shady, and what else is shady is that like Doom doesn't even care about Franklin anymore. Like he's got a partnership with like Val. <laughs> like yeah. Talk, well, so so yeah, that's I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually I I thought we might gloss over that, but he has a he has a conversation with with Valor. Valor. They're like they're like niece and uncle. Like they got a yeah. good relationship based on all the shit she's telling him, and he's just like, no, nah, you can't do that. But uh, and she and she knew full well that during that whole process with Franklin, he was actually siph. He wasn't trying to find the origin of the energy. He was siphoning some off. He was just stealing, stealing juice. The motherfucker. Which is great. And he kind of he, he tells her that he. Knows he and, and, like, but he tells her yeah, that go, go. he believes, he believes that mutants were created, for the sole fact to push man to evolve its mind power to be better. So, so he, he to believes them. Yeah. Evolutionary process in the chain. Which is, yeah, they were. They're just yeah, an obstacle to be. Theories. They're just yeah. They're just an obstacle to be tackled. I was like, God damn, this guy's got serious complex. Like <laughs> that, and the fact that like he's so in still with the family. Like you thought he would lose it with Franklin with all the stuff that went down, but he still had a plan B with like the daughter, who's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about the family. Like I still calls him Uncle Doom too, right? Yeah. Like I love that. Shit. Like this relationship is going to be fucking amazing because she just seems to be giving. They keep giving each other intel. What they're going to do with it, we don't know. But like, I love that there's still that connection. Didn't see it coming, so I fucking loved it. Um, Franklin finally goes home for dinner, and you think everything's going to be all right, but Magnus and X go down to talk to Reed in the lab. Yeah. And then we, we find out what Reed's been doing the whole time, which was been blocking fucking Frank's power. Well, that's, and, that's why he couldn't get through the gate, right? Yeah, Remember yeah, back in the other he couldn't get through the gate because Reed had blocked what, his right? mutant like, gene? You get the full reveal of like now X and Magnus know what Reed's been up to this whole time, and yeah. like that's why I say like I don't know which one of these two is going to be the villain, but I think one of them's the villain. Well, this they're is both talking like to each other 
the way you shouldn't be talking to each other that they're supposed to be friends like this is illuminati connection right but yeah yeah it's, it's always confrontational it's always the other person's waiting for the other person to do something out of line and then the other one bring them back in like they're both uh, on pins and needles they, they're, they're both like reaching for their gun yeah. and they're just waiting for someone to say draw which is so fucking great for like heroes because you don't see them in this type of role so that's on like default one of them kind of has to turn into the villain in order for something to get fired right uh, well, but I, I, and this was like, this was my favorite conversation invading somebody's fucking mind and wiping shit out of their head which he, he he says as a flex he's like i used to do that in illuminati just so we can move forward right like i used yeah. to but i'm not yeah. gonna do it this time like i want you to fucking remember this shit i was like god damn x like he's just yeah. going at him he's yeah he's grimy so that was, i thought that was but that's how it ends too so it's like okay that's yeah and uh magnus just blows up his little <laughs> yeah his little prototype yeah <laughs> i love that magnus is his fucking muscle and the fact that like we don't get it as much as we did in the beginning, but the fact that Magneto and X, they're always on the same side, but like, this is such a dynamic of like, all right, you're the brains and I'm the muscle, right? Like they're like literally coming out like guns a blazing when in other like titles, they're typically just at home base saying, okay, you got to run this plan and we got to run this plan. And they have a side conversation. This is them flexing their muscles. So like, again, this is why I really fucking love this title i get to see all these going to happen like i can't see something not major happening i love it well, Dude. It's, yeah it's done now so that's that's good but Dude. so we want to excalibur excalibur number nine back into the main fray of the whole Donna and if, if we talk about like building and like leveling up excalibur has been the most they, they've always had the most incremental steps we can talk about consistency and that's probably Marauders and probably our like most favorite and enjoyable that and like yeah. maybe X Factor, we can argue that, but like X Excalibur has always added an extra step to everything I've previously read. Like it's either the team is forming together and you, you finally now have the full team, which is great. Um, we don't have to run through the roster. We'll talk about them or they, they add something to their, like, I like that they're kind of like final fantasy. They have to add something to like their uh, item list. Like, one of the issues, like, Rogue got a cloak, and she's still wearing that cloak. That's right, yeah. So I like that it's, like, Final Fantasy, Lord of the Rings. Like, they're always assembling something. There's always, like, the journey hasn't ended. It's always just pit stops to the next thing that has to happen in the journey. Yeah. And this one, sorry, this one opens up with Rogue and Betsy just talking about that kind of process of, like, we've done this, but there's still more to do kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, Betsy, yeah, Betsy sees Brian outside of the lighthouse, and he runs off. Which was <laughs> in, his, in his best, like uh, Raphael Ninja Turtles original movie outfit, trench coat and like. Oh fuck, that's a, yeah, that's a deep. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> like, weird, like, like, like telegraph that he's Moody Blues because he's like in the like the straight nineteen fifties like played again, Sam. Like all yeah. those <laughs> yeah, yeah. movie heroes always wear that outfit. I was like, relax, goddamn Captain Britain. Like it's not that bad for you, but. I guess they're playing up the fact that like he's so lost without his powers, he doesn't know what to do anymore. Well, not only that, but he was like basically in a fight to the death with his with his twin sister too, and he was like, she like, got over it. He can't get over it. Like no, he's well, still, he, wife's still around. Like she shows got you, like, shows you shows you he's got the more mental fortitude, eh? Well, she's she's the the true Captain Britain, right? He's yeah. got the amulet or the sword. Which one is she's got? He's got the amulet. 
So like he, he plays the the background character for once. Like this is all ego check too. Yep. Like this is the first time he's had to play second fiddle. Yep. But I just love the fact that he was in a trench coat and I was like, Dude, that was that is funny. Yeah, played against him. I see you <laughs> in, in the rain too. Yeah. And he just runs off. It's like, all right, it's a real good family connection. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking ass. Call me. Be like, hey man, I miss my powers. <laughs> uh, we learned about a fucking new villain. Like, if there's oh, one Saturnine, yeah, Opa Luna Saturnine, and, and she's it's... in charge of the Starlight Citadel, who basically which just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> which is wanna... big. What it is? Let's call it. That's big. That's big. It's it's the parallel universes where all Captain Britons can go and hang out. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So at any given moment, she can send a Captain Britain out into the world to kind of do her bidding. Well, they see the Citadel, everybody at the Citadel sees, or they go into panic mode because they see Apocalypse's face in the sky. <laughs> it's just a giant face. It's a giant face with the moon. Is <laughs> They're like, oh my God. And they just so, go to like. Update on Apocalypse. He's still doing Apocalypse things in the shadows. Like, it's literally his, the, his one of his eyes is the sun and the other is the moon. Yeah. Face. So that's how big he is in the sky. Like not even like a hello. It's just like I am <laughs> I am doom. Like that's what it's like he doesn't give a fuck, right? So yeah. that triggers all of them to be like, um, we gotta get ready for like a fight, I guess. Or that's what, what that's that's what I like about Apocalypse is he, he's like he's he's like part of the team, but he's just kind of doing his own thing too. He's like, nah, I got my So ancillary part of the team. He really only like triggers the next mission for the team because he always sets up who they have to fight. Yes. Yeah. He's the worst Ganon teamed with Link ever. And he's still got. <laughs> he's still got. He's still got. What's he still got? What's your name tied to a goddamn table with Morgan Lefay? Oh yeah, like, and that's that's just in the background. Like, yeah. So like, it, it it's literally apocalypse collecting all the kind of. Um, keepsakes from each adventure and all of them are going to like add up to something but like there was one point where like he was collecting rogue essentially to like do his bidding to open a gate so like he's he's the greatest but he's such a shit disturber like no one knows what he's doing he's still got Jamie on the throne which which all of Excalibur is still like, we don't know if we agree with this. Yeah, like, well, well, yeah, what it, yeah. We're, we're trusting Apocalypse, except for Gambit, who's just like, don't trust this guy. Um, but it's great. So um, the Citadel freaks out and they go all cult and they do a sacrifice, I guess. Like, they well, no, that's that's the that's that's not the Citadel. That's the yeah, that's the Akaba cult. The those dudes in the robes that. Um... So that was a new new villain that I missed. God damn. Yeah, well, they've been around. Remember, they fought them in the early issues. They they came when they when they set up the lighthouse. Yeah, that's what guys. I say. Like, it was like Richter's kind of click, right? Because there yeah. was the people underground when Richter opened the Druids, it up. Yeah, the Druids underground were like Richter's. And people. then these are different. The lighthouse. Were, okay, so the lighthouse was the thing that was going above ground. Well, yeah, stuff. These are right. different. These guys are just these guys are like just yeah, they're different. But they want Megan and uh, Pete Wisdom. They kind of they infiltrate the cult and kind of figure out what's going on. And they, their plan is to whole, excuse me, their whole plan is to provoke Jamie doing something crazy because she yeah. Megan's in there and she witnesses uh, them like sacrificing each other and shit, like doing cult things. Right. And she's like, "What? This is." She, she runs out. She's like, "I can't. I can't take this. This is, this is bizarre." <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, what's his face, um, black suit? What's his name? Just Pete name. Wisdom. 
Wisdom, yes. He's, he's just there. He's... Do you think he's going to pan out to anything? Or do you think he's just kind of helping the audience move through, like, B storyline? I think so. I think he's more B storyline. Because I didn't like him when I first met him and the fact no. that he gets, like, side missions where I have to, like, I don't really follow it as hard as... Because as soon as that ends, like, it's a raining and they're, like contemplating what to do next then it cuts to fucking outer world and it's like chogo flying with rogue and captain britain like it's such a day and night type of reality yes so like I, i'd much more like have fun reading the fantasy because like that's what i'm tied into so anytime they go to pete wisdom it was like more yeah he's uh, yeah i think he's just like a link to the real world and that's it i don't think but we'll see we will see. Um, right. Excalibur is just camping out, basically. Um, they don't have food, so Betsy goes and finds rabbits. And, like, uh, Jubilee freaks out. And she's like, I'm not eating that. And she's like, I'm just going to have these energy bars instead. And when uh, I think Richter goes to be like, give me one, he's like, these aren't granola bars. These are candy bars, right? So she's just <laughs> about candy bars. Um, but it's cool. Like, I love the fact that every time we get to talk to this group of characters, they always kind of, like pair off and you get to play around with who they are kind of on their downtime which i like because their dynamics always change um like rogue and gambit are always just waiting to kind of smash <laughs> um jubilee wants to know why her son wants to be a dragon way more than a, a child uh richter's finally getting like in touch with his powers yeah betsy's just trying to hold it all together right like she's she's the one with the most to lose and gain the most but like the fact that she got a team so kind of smoothly i'm happy for and the fact that it's running so smoothly i'm like like if you're she doesn't she never has to worry about the team it's kind of that ancillary character dolphin sound apocalypse that's always in the back of their mind but she's never really paying attention to him which i which i think is gonna fucking come back to bite her but i love that gambit is always suspicious of that motherfucker yeah but like, given the choice, though, like, wouldn't you rather be a dragon than a baby? Like, I don't, I don't understand well, why. I'm, not, I'm not against Chogo's uh, decisions, um, but like, Julie doesn't seem to fucking understand why. That's he what I'm saying. That's like, like, I don't know. I'd rather be a dragon than a little baby. Like, how how old do you think she is? Like, they they still kind of play her out like a teen, but you would think she would age based on just her being a mother, right? Like, that yeah, age, yeah, whatever age you are. But like she's still chewing on gum, like sucking lollipops, eating candy bars. So they—I don't know if they know how to write her being a mother. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know because you can't understand that your baby likes to play like, as a strong character more than like being a baby where it can't really communicate. Yeah, and I don't want—I don't like writing her off, but I'm not a big Jubilee fan, anyways. But it's yeah, you're right. Like she, she's. <laughs> You'd think she'd be in like her mid to late twenties at this point, right? <laughs> at least. At least, well, pumping out a kid, right? Yeah. Even if, even if you catch well, she, her, to, to be fair, she did. Go go. To, to be fair, she like he's not his her biological son, right? She, she basically found him. Sure. But and that even, was like that was like that was like eight, eight years ago. Right. <laughs> even, <laughs> Our even, time. Even if they kept her as a teen, the fact that she took on that responsibility, like mother, yeah, that would that would grow you biological or adopting changes you like you yes. change your mentality you're yep. not walking around with candy bars you wouldn't be walking around with more baby shit to take care of the baby right yep like it's those little things that's like you guys don't know how to write jubilee like you're writing jubilation kind of shit but you should be writing like an older kind of like experienced weathered type of 
character. So I still don't like her, but like that's only because I don't think they know what they're doing with her. Oh, to be fair though, she does she does some boom shit in this too. She actually yeah. gets some time to play when Shogo gets shot. Remember the the priests or whatever they are. He does a fireworks thing, but like I've seen six other X Men do a better yes. version. I'm just and I really don't like her, so like yeah. she's the no. weakest. She's the weakest member on the team. Like yeah. no fault of her own. Um. And her only claim to fame is having a son that's a dragon, but she doesn't even know how to utilize that. So who, who gets shot down in this? What do you mean they shot down? Remember they shoot him in the in the in the wing. Oh, Chogo. the Saturnine's priests or whatever priests and priestesses they summon like these big giant light arrow, and that when okay, she's, okay, yeah, yeah. she's flying out, that's important because that that carries on. But she, yeah, he gets shot in the in the wing, and kind of they ground him. Goes down, which and then you, you get the great reveal. Oh yeah, yeah, the other the other Captain Britain's Captain Britain team, and one that looks like Jubilee chewing yeah. gum. And I was like, already that's my favorite Jubilee. Like, yeah, there's one that kind of looks like Rogue. Yeah, and, Rogue, Richter, Gambit, and Jubilee all have which Captain is Britain versions. Fucking amazing. I was like, Jubilee. oh, that's an interesting twist. I like I like Rogue's full face mask too. That's fucking rad. I, I just love Jubilee not being yellow jacket Jubilee. Yeah, it was a bubble gum. I was like, I like her already. I like her more. <laughs> and she's got like British color sparklers. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking... like, I, I, I choose the British version easily. That's um, class. That's funny. But it's great. I can't wait to have him next in this fucking title. But then we'll move on to New Mutants number nine, which ended like the, that arc ended with eight, that long um, double arc, the one that was partly in Earth and partly in the, in the Shi'ar Empire. Right. They just trying to like figure out. Like we'll close one story, right? Like, right. Um, New Mutant seems to be the only one that can end kind of a mission and move on to the next one. Everyone seems like it, doesn't it? It's connected. Yeah, it seems like that. Which but is they the, to their credit, which I enjoyed. The introduction of the Carnelius Nation between Ukraine, Hungary, and Slovakia. Um, little, I just want to say, uh, in terms of cover art, uh, issue number nine is fucking amazing. Uh, I love the cover art on it. Yeah, very um Basquiat. Uh, yeah. Is the artist uh it, it it looks like nothing you would expect from a fucking comic book and the fact that that ties in towards the end of it is fucking amazing. So I I really appreciated it. It's those fucking details that I love about the series cuz you you already got me on the story, right? But the fact like you do these little things about like changing costumes, mirroring characters, callbacks or like cover art that will reflect something on that's going on later on in the book it's just like damn like you gotta i tip my hat because it it really shows like it's a labor of love with whoever is writing certain shit oh there sorry that you're gonna keep going yeah no i agree <laughs> the, the cover the cover is crazy because yeah i always love when there's an artist there's a cover artist well he's not just a cover artist but there's an artist uh mike del mundo i know this is rob reyes who did this one but there's a Mike Mondo one, not one, but his whole thing is he makes these cover arts that look really fucking abstract and weird. Right. And you don't know that they make sense until you read the book. And you're like, oh, wait, that ties into what was happening. So I, I always love covers that are, that look, that don't give away what's going on in the book until after you read it. Right. That which and this one does. This one does. And it's so out of character for everything we've seen for um, New Mutants. Yeah. Far. And the both teams are back together right now. So, which is awesome. Like this is such a big yeah. for so many different reasons. 
and it's great. So you're talking about Carnelia, which yeah. is this tiny country in Russia. Yeah, we told you. Yeah, between Ukraine, Hungary, and Slovakia. I just really want there to be somehow a Colossus tie-in eventually. Um, it, it doesn't happen in this, but anytime I hear USSR, I'm sure you're hoping for Omega Red, but like, those, are, those are our go-to Russians. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, actually I, I like uh, Magic's my girl, man. Like, I fucking... Yeah, we both love Magic, but she's not my go-to Russian. I just wanted to lead every fucking team possible. And every fight team. Everything. And ask everybody they want to make out. Which is a great segue because is this the one where she gets to talk to like like her and Colossus have this briefing? Uh, is it this one? Um, yes, it is, and yes. I fucking loved it because he calls her Captain, and she calls him Commander, and it's basically like a fucking, uh, like a measuring. Oh, Cyclops! Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. I thought you said Colossus. Yeah, this is that's a great conversation. Uh, it's like a measuring stick of just like uh, this is the bar you should be at. For like Cyclops would be like, this is a team, and like it was. There's a couple close calls back there, and she's like, "Yo, I got this." And he's like, "Do you?" And she's like, "I got this." Right? And I was like, "Fucking a!" Like, I love their dynamic. Yeah, I love. I li- I really, I really enjoyed that conversation too, because he's trying to be all, he's trying to like suddenly. Well, you know, yeah, but he, but he yeah. understands like he's in charge of these guys. Like he's the Professor X to these guys. Like he's been teaching them and fostering them, and he's there. Like this is Cyclops's like go-to team. So if he has a mission for something, he'll send New Mutants out. Right. Um, so like he understands being in a leader role, like living this life, that his number one has got to be fucking top shelf. And what he doesn't know, what we know is fucking magic's like ten times that. Like yes. she's just been taking over everything and crushing it. Right. Like you're never worried if magic can kind of appear in the the fourth quarter and like throw up twenty points to win the game, kind of thing. Yeah, she can, Yeah, she's she's inc- like. She's it's like she's so fucking clutch and so powerful that people kind of overlook her, I guess. Yeah, and it's, it's like she's got, like you said, she's just you like, I, like it's her band because yeah. she's the one not wearing what everyone else is wearing. Everyone else is dressed like a band. Yeah, she's yeah. The one fucking like I'm the I'm the lead. She's the lead singer. <laughs> she's acts around this motherfucker. Yeah, and they're all roses, like. She's the gun too, right? Like it's it's fucking amazing. But like I'm on the same like I've overlooked magic for so long. Yeah. Like I love that they're writing her, and I hope they've always been writing her like this. She's so fucking badass. Yeah. Some writers don't get her. They don't. I don't think they know how to use her properly. Some people don't because because and, of how clutch she is and how crazy her powers are. But and it's just how like assertive and confident she is. She's such a 180 from Colossus, who's this like gentle giant. Yes. Like. You have to really provoke him before he like fucks you up. Like magic, you just have to breathe. Like she just has to wake up in like a eh kind of mood, and she's like, "I'm gonna yeah. fuck up everybody." I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right? I, I yeah, and I, I, but I, I like come back to the conversation is really cool because he's kind of like, I heard what happened in Nebraska, and she's like, "Yeah, we handled it." And he's kind of like, "Well, it could have gone this way, but it didn't." Like it she's didn't. so she's so like factual. She's so sure of it. It's like yeah. it didn't. Like that's the bottom line. It could have. She understands that. Like you get all of that in that kind of one little bubble of like, but yeah. it didn't. But it didn't. Like, I'm good. Don't worry about me. Do that right. And it's Cyclops being like, it could get to that. So be prepared, right? Yeah. I, I I love their exchange. I yeah. could read a comic of just them two. Yeah. Out in the woods. Yeah, that conversation was even longer. I would have I would have enjoyed every moment of it. Um, then the team's already like. So like Boom Boom's already upset about like new members of part of the team. Yeah, she's uh, part of it, which she's is great. She's great too. She's hilarious. 
they're they're back for like all of like what seems like 10 minutes and already they're like oh we got to go to this next mission right so i fucking love the fact that they they just tease the homecoming and then they're like well it's not really a homecoming it's just like a re-up yeah they, yeah exactly like almost like a debrief and then or yeah. Like said, a re-up. So, yeah so that's so, right chamber uh, chamber boom boom karma magma and mirage fly to percy mistel check out this missing uh because we get like the reader gets this little bulletin of missing child right so we're assuming this is the the root of everything that's going on yep um and then you get nice little like um trade-offs with like this little team i don't like you you have to give like new mutants like sub names too which is i wish they did like they had like ultra mutant or like mutant six right because they break off into teams so often like it's hard to keep track of like the combos that you love the best because the last issue we like we loved that was boom boom um armor and was it magma like the the combos that they throw are always fucking fun and great this was another one yeah this is this is cool it's kind of like uh still boom boom being pissy but then you find out like nobody on the team speaks russian except for her yeah, so she and, needs to go. <laughs> and her little throwaway line is like, oh, yeah, like, I have fences who speak Russian. I mean, friends. Friends who speak Russian, right? Yeah. The yeah. fact that, like, she she wasn't always on the level is just a great little nod to her character. Well, it's funny, too, because they're, they're going to Russia who doesn't recognize Krakow as... A country. Like, a unity, a sovereignty. So, so they're like, this is, like, hostile territory. But there's a kid that just... They, and, they, and, the, and the fucking security guards hate mutants too. They're like, "Fuck mutants!" Like, yeah, hope you die. <laughs> like they say something to them. Yeah, exactly. That's what they let them through. There's like a, there's like a, there's like a, <laughs> some shit going on in this factory, or whatever. And they're like, "Yeah, go ahead," because we, yeah, we hope it's just you a die. wall of troops. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Good luck. We hope you die. <laughs> um, meanwhile, what's going on? Back in Krokoa, Arma, Mondo, and Cypher are trying to talk to Krokoa, the island. And uh, and who comes in? So a little more security measures, a little more invasive and privacy, but you hope for like an overall good reason. I just love that uh, Mondo made the joke about um, the callback joke about he's going to punch him in the face if he ever does what he was asking him to do again, which was the first time Cypher asked Mondo to talk to Krakoa. He freaked out and hated it. Like he didn't like everything that happened to his body. And he literally said, I'll punch in the face if you ever ask me to do that again. I wish you punched him in the face, but I hope it's like a three, a a rule of three when he inevitably needs him again, he just punches him in the face. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, Mondo and Cypher talk to Krakoa. And Kakoa is kind of an asshole, but rightfully so. Yeah. Well, they end up, they end up, um, I think Kakoa lead them towards Wildside because yeah. they end up going to recruit Wildside from they, uh, the Mutant Liberation Front biome. And which is Goro, funny. Goro is somehow in this comic book now, too. It looks like, yeah, I don't know. I, I was like, remember. Goro? Yeah. I was so excited. I was like, Goro's a mutant. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. That's like hostile. So there's a biome. That's crazy that there's a biome in Krakoa for the mutant for the MLF, right? The Mutant Liberation Front, which is all yeah. bad mutants. But they go there just specifically, specifically to talk to Wildside because they figure he can help them with the situation in Carnelia, which gets really bad because that. What do they meet? They meet that reality-altering mutant girl who's kind of just 
in this. Yeah, and bef- before you get into that, I just want to talk about like how great Kokoi is because we didn't even know that there was like this spot for like bad mutants on this island. They yeah, keep, they still keep peeling away layers of like how big and vast this island is and how many places you can go. Like we still haven't gone to the pit where they essentially dropped Sabretooth, but that I know that exists, oh, right? He's gone. Yeah, he's. It was this deep pit that goes forever. So, like, I can see why is always like, yo, you guys keep treading on me. Fuck you. Like, leave me alone. Like, I had to go fill a hole that you just put in me, right? Like, <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, the, the, a, the A squad is in uh, the Russian factory. And it's, it's such a mind trip of what they first see when they first see it. Because I wasn't expecting this at all. No, it's some floating reality warping mutant girl that we don't know much about, but Karma tries to talk to her. It gets fucked up. It just gets fucked. And she gets pulled into like this. <laughs> Things come out of her mouth. And yeah. Shit. Like she gets and... warped into like this weird fantasy of what's happening on the ceiling. And she don't like it. And it, like she don't look like she's having fun. No, no. And, her, and then so her. It's two stages away from manga porn. So. <laughs> With the tentacles and stuff. Tentacles. I saw tentacles. No, don't do it, man. I was hoping they didn't go across that line. Yeah. And she drops down and like she's just twitching out with like all this shit still flowing out. Like this would be a great anime, but like like that's the level of like creepy shit that's been happening. Um, and then Chambers tries to like pull one of the snakes off of him, off of her, and he gets fucked up like instantly. So like it's great. Like. And then Magma jumps in, and 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 Mirage is like, "Don't! What are you doing?" And then she gets <laughs> fucked up, dude. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> nobody learned anything. Like you, you, you. I love that you always get reminded they're still kids. Like this yeah. is this is the favorite thing of X Men that I used to love. It's just like they're kids, man. Like fuck, they don't like they they're figuring it out on the go. So when they make like rookie mistakes, I'm not mad at them as I would be at X Men or X Factor team. I was like, oh, you know better. Like you've been in shit like this. Yeah, yeah. Stupid shit. It's like, yeah, they're, they're kids, man. Fuck. Like two issues ago, they were just trying to get drunk and like have sex with like Lady Bird. So, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sunspot. Yeah, he's not even. He's not even this though. Not this up, episode. Not no, this issue. But I have things to bring up about Sunspot in the next issue. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that. They get. They get. They kind of leave you hanging. Um, and Wild and Wildside essentially is going to join Cipher. Yeah, yeah. We we covered that, right? Yeah. yeah. So he he he's he yeah he joins up with them. Excuse me, but then we move on to X Men eight and nine. So I don't know if I brought it into um, good detail or clear detail, but I kept telling you how much I loved X Men and New Moons because essentially both titles are switching spots. Right. Really like in the beginning because I could care less when Krokoa was going on. Yeah, that was yeah, it was a weak title then. They're finally back on Earth, but th- that's the payoff because this one has all the payoff. Like this, this issue has like, or this or the next issue has Star Jammers and all that stuff. Like so, I, now all the new moons are back onto Earth. They're doing Krakoa stuff, and the X Men who all started on Krakoa and were just for doing like country and kind of local things are now jumping into space. And I love the fact that these would be the two titles, two switch spots. If you look at the two leaders, which are Magic. And Cyclops. So I love the parallel switching of these two titles, and I love the fuck how this these two books were because I got to see so much shit I was not fucking expecting at all. And if you told me when I first started reading New Mutants that I was gonna get what I was gonna get, I wouldn't have believed you at all. What about with this? Did you expect to see the Brood? That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. if you told me because I believe that 
if we didn't get New Mutants out in space with uh, Gladiator and Shi'ar, all that kind of led, like that opened oh, up. I see, I see what you're saying, yeah. That opened up the path for you to understand that this world exists. It's out here. You may not like it yet, but remember it. Because when we finally bring out our good, like our A-team, our A-squad, like the, the guys you really like, the X-Men out there, I already know all these characters. So the fact that you add another layer with fucking Kree accusers, which was fucking great, and the bre- and the brood, which I, in a million years, I never thought I was going to get this in this titles, in these titles, right? Like, I would have thrown this in fucking, like, I don't, I don't even know where I would have put Brood, but the fact yeah, that we I, don't, I, I, I was, I was shocked to see them too. I was, it was so great. Like, this was such a fun read, man. But it all starts with the uh, rainy, rain brings back a giant, a giant king egg from space. And that's where. And back the to them just being kids. Of... Like, she, she's just like, yeah, yeah, I brought something cool from space. It's just a collectible, right? And they're yeah, all pretty pretty admiring sure, yeah. it. Meanwhile, <laughs> Meanwhile, these like <laughs> an invasion is kind of like forming. Oh, these like dead space whales, or like there's like, I was yeah, like, what the fuck like are these? talk talk about parasites and hosts. It seems like the entire brood, like uh, like armada, has parasited themselves to like these dead space whales to transport themselves through space. I don't know how it works, but it's so fucking amazing to like look at in the panel, like the artwork of it. I was just like, what? Because you see them crawling out of its eye and its mouth, and it's just like, this is amazing. I don't know what I'm getting, but it's fucking the best. For brood. And, and they're all headed to Earth, right? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, there's a War of the Kings reference there when they talk about Vulcan leading the Shi'ar and Black Bolt leading the Kree when they went toe-to-toe. I thought that was kind of cool. Right. And like, uh, also, uh, Vulcan wakes up from his dream or his bender, like he was dreaming the night before, which is awesome. He's a um, mess, eh? Yeah, but I love the fact that he got woken up by his brothers. Like, I, I'm going to love the fucking... Oh, and that's yeah, why, yeah. too, right? It's all, like, Summer's storyline. Because it's, it's usually they're in the moon base, and it's whatever this family's doing. And, it is it's, It is all about them, and they're all, like, just... And even if they go away from it, they always come back to it. So I love yeah. the they're, they're like, hey, man, Vulcan. It was cool to see Havoc, because we yeah. haven't seen Havoc a lot. And he's old-school suit Havoc, too, right? Yeah. I don't like Vulcan suit. I don't know what he's on. No, it's just it's just so generic. Like, like what's Vulcan's power set? He's fucking almost god level too, isn't he? He is a mega level, yeah. Do you remember what it is? Like, what is? Yeah, it's um, it's like energy manipulation and shit. Like he can blow things up and. Yeah, that, uh, that I know. There's always boom and fire. There's that fire. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> which, which is great because he does it in such like they have such a great brother relationship. So whoever is writing this kind of understands how like Scott just puts up with them. Like he he has a job, but he loves them, so he will put up with them. And all of them just play younger brother, which is great. Um, so they wake up Vulcan and they're like, that's, hey, yeah, that's 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 no, just answer you. that that's basically it. It's generates and controls energy like it's okay. almost like pyro except with everything more, more uh, yeah way more way more boom. like there, there's a there's like a nuclear like effect to like fire yes. like there's the yes. fire and there's like there's an elemental like there's even a stronger like there's a kinetic energy that you can attach to it that's vulcan yeah exactly um so they wake him up he's like i had that same dream again which we don't really know what it is but it's probably going to come back later so it's one of those cool easter eggs that i hope pays off great it does. I love the fact that they all look up through the dome on the moon and they see this fucking swarm. Yeah, like, <laughs> of, oh, of, shit. Of brood-filled whales flying to Earth, uh, to Krakoa. Cut to brew. Brew! <laughs> yeah, of course, of course he'll be in it, right? Because it's well, all about the brood. No, it makes sense. No, it makes sense. 
He's looking for a house. He's just looking for a place to stay on Krakoa. Also, with with Vulcan, he wasn't alone. He had Sway and Petra with him too, and they're they're all they're all passed hung out over too. That's pretty funny. But uh, IDA and Brew, yeah, show up, and he flips. He sees the king, and he like he's like, "What the hell?" Guys, <laughs> brought it back. He's like, "What are you doing with that? <laughs> you fool!" And before he can even explain it, you just hear Burr, like the the sound the sound goes, and it, it's already the attack has begun. I love how well. I think the whale just crashes, right? Yes, I love how fast this invasion came. Like, there's no like, this wasn't Dragon Ball. I, it takes like 13 no. issues in order for Goku to get back to Earth. This didn't explain light year traveling. Listen, say like. Um, whales have light speed like cannons it's just like yo the egg is gone we're gonna get the egg the invasion's here fuck and then it turns into a fight for the rest of the issue which is fucking amazing man yeah it's just a big fight against the brood like you like you're saying i did not expect this especially in x-men and then the fact that like the dinner table the, the new moons at the dinner table were obviously you said um what's her name uh who turns into a wolf Oh, Wolfsbane, yeah. Wolfsbane, rain, rain. but there's Magma, um, Magic, and I think Karma? That's, yeah, Mirage. Mirage, my bad. Um, but I just love the fact that when it's time to fight, like, Magic is center center frame, and she calls, like, Magma to be like, like, let him up, and yeah. she just, fucks and Magma just opens up a fire, like a firework explosion on the whale, and it, like, brood, broods just fly out and then just uh, from there it's just a, a war i love when she does that too she's just like magma yes yeah say hello it's, like, it's almost like hulk smash and, that, and that's how much like you love how they know how to write mag uh magic yes like she's such a leader but she's such a commanding leader and like there wasn't even a second thought like she Not- had her sword she had her sword ready and she sent her her biggest gun. That's like her sending. That's like Psych sending Wolverine to go like. Speaking of that, how'd you like to team up the the combo portal eye blast? Uh, so uh, like maybe the best. If if I loved the speech as much, I loved when um, Cyclops shows up and he's just like, uh, Captain, can you open a <laughs> yeah a hole for me? It's like sure, Commander. I was like, I love that nod too. Like that's just a, a simple nod from the previous issue, just how they respect each other, yeah. but how like they talk to each other is so like we look no, at each other as equals but like we we both are badasses who can fuck shit up and anytime fucking cyclops is opening up his optic blast i'm all in right like i love that guy to fucking go omega and just like wail on shit and this one is just him wailing on shit right like you get way more red beams than anything else right yeah and then yeah it, it's it's awesome it's like i always love when there's creative ways to combine powers it's almost like a, it's like a video game right yeah. Um, I wrote magic, fuck shit up. Magma, fuck shit up. Yeah. Cyclops, fuck shit up. Jean? Uh, nah, she doesn't. Well, she, 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 talks, she talks to Brew. Yeah, she talks to Brew. It's the egg, right? So I laughed. And, like, you needed that because it's Brew's kind of like, figures out, like, oh, fuck, they're after the egg. They don't care about fighting us, right? Yeah. That's a, yeah. And I like how they, they, they decide to take a, a shuttle up to space to kind of lead, to lead the, the aliens away. And yeah, before Jean's he, like, before... this gate, just jump on this gate. They won't come through the gate. And it turns out uh, from the gate, they get uh, Scott, Vulcan, Havoc, Gene, and Brew on a ship ready to blast off into space, right? Yeah. But, but even before that, just before they leave, uh, when Cyclops goes, he's like, he, he kind of tells Ileana what's going on. He's like, all right, Ileana, like, we're, we're out of here. Like, we're, they want the egg. Can you hold things down here, Captain? 
She just goes, <laughs> he's, he's like, good girl. That's good for that's good. I, for I, I want um I want the summers to adopt magic and then how do you like de adopt someone? De adopt the uh, baby cable because I can't stand him. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah. But issue, issue nine is just even a more of a fucking space race and chase chase race and follow the egg like this is like so much fun like i would love an x-men movie that was this yeah like so guardians of the galaxy but like on a time clock with like all these extra shit that i wasn't expecting because we get all the kree accuser shit which i again i already got brewed and i was already over the moon off that shit but as soon as i saw fucking that green hammer and that like mask and i was like is this an accuser and it fucking was right yeah he's got the and he's got the star jammers and and sunspot as prisoner. As prisoner. Um, you even get uh, well. You get some background on how crazy the brood are, which is even when they attack and kill, they can still turn their prey into another brood. Yeah. Which is nuts. Which is like makes them the the ultimate parasite kind of thing, right? Yeah. But you also even like you got the supreme intelligence, which is in this, and I was like, damn, like they're really going for it. Yeah, and your boy Gladiator. Ugh. With his Not son. Not my boy. My boy's boy. Yeah. Kid who I fucking love, Kubark is just they're they're in space just blasting fucking brood like it was like a brood killing party like like they sent out a flyer to be or like an email or like a a tweet to everyone to be like hey man come out in space and kill some broods with us because that's what it turns out like everyone in space is just shooting broods down. It seems awesome. like they're just like a, like duck hunt. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the X Men's Quinjet ship is flying away from obviously Will, Broods, and yeah. What do you call that? I guess just just whales. Whale, yeah, whales. but they, they doesn't do it justice. I I love the way that they draw them too. Like they, they have no eyes, they have no like. They look like they were turned inside out, right? It's just like meat. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> but like they're just enough menacing that you're like this is weird but they always show like little tiny like broods crawling out of them in different spots and like that's what makes it super creepy the fact that they're all just living inside of them i can't wait to fucking like jump out and yeah. go eat and kill shit um okay so we finally get sunspot and cannonball but we get sunspot and the big reveal is sunspot's married yeah i didn't yeah, to, know that to uh Wait, Sunspot? Sunspot. Bobby's married. No. Um, did I miss that? Bobby's married. Because he's making oh, a deal with the really Kree accuser yeah. for the Star Jammers. And it's funny because he doesn't really like the Star Jammers based on everything we've read. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's finally paying off, right? So yeah. the whole joke is the accusers want the King A2 because obviously that's ultimate power over all of the brood. And Bobby says, oh, yeah, I can have it. I can trade it with you. Not actually having it. But it turns out the egg is coming to the Kree anyway because the X-Men ship is flying off into space. So there's this nice little moment where all the kind of storylines hit ahead. Mm -hmm. And Gladiator meets up with Kree. Uh, X-Men meet up with the Brood. But like there's a face-off between Gladiator and the, whatever that accuser is. And it's a great panel, right? Like they're, they're in their kind of like rocky pose before they throw the punch. Yeah. But like Gladiator bodies them through the spaceship into the X-Men ship into the like space whale and shit just goes haywire. 
and everything goes crashing down into Earth. So, like, I love that fucking, like, just sequence of, hey, Bobby, like, I'm trying to make a deal with you, accuser. It's like, oh, yeah, the egg's on Earth. Wait, the egg's in space. Wait, the egg's behind you kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a great kind of, like, reveal. And then now we get this ultimate team of Gladiator, his son, um, the four X-Men brew on Earth that run into a cave. And the Starjammers, who obviously break out of that, the imprisonment um, from Creed Accuser. Yeah, the Accuser, yeah. In the standoff in a cave against all this brood and brood, which is fucking amazing, right? So, like, for, like, four pages, it's just, like, Cyclops, like, killing niggas left just and fu- right. Yeah, so, yeah, fucking just, amazing. Yeah. I love it. It's such a great horror story, right? And, like, it doesn't look like there's any way out of it. Like, they have great panels. Like, there's one huge panel of, like, the entire team all just picking whatever insect around them. This was and, crazy. This this kind of felt like it was like a video game almost. It's like... It's so it's so great. It's like... Um, I don't you, know got the like Shiar, you got the Shi'ar guard. You got the X-Men. You got the Star Jammers. And they're all fighting brute. Like, there's yeah. nobody to go. It's like aliens. It's like yes. you're trying to fight your way out, but like you kind of think like it's it, it's the end of the line, right? Like there's too many of them. We don't know what to do. We're probably gonna die. And it has this this comic issue has maybe the, my favorite ending of any ending. Oh yeah, here we go. Because <laughs> they're all freaking out, right? Like Gene's screaming at Scott. Scott's screaming at like Vulcan. Like and they get overrun. Green blood flying all of them. They all like there's this panel where they all seem like it looks hopeless. Like, they're like, how are they going to get out of this? And all of a sudden, all the brood just start dissipating and disappearing. And they're like, what happens? They all turn around, and it's brew. <laughs> yeah, it's just brew. He's like, he's eating the egg. You crack the egg and start eating it. <laughs> like, what happened? What happened to the egg? He's like, oh, sorry. I ate it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I guess he just consumes the powers to control the brood. And that final panel is like such a, like a Epic. cover of what which, well, I hope is the next issue, which is like, it's brew on this pillar eating the egg with like a horde of brood behind him. And then the, 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 the guardian star jammer X-Men team all in the foreground, just kind of started like standing as his security kind of shit. And I was like, Oh, like can't wait for more of this issue. And then it ends. Yeah. It ends. Yeah. It's just like, a, it's just literally an, just an action packed issue. Like it was just, just give you little, um, like, notes of like character characters and like how they interact and who's who's a badass who's not a badass who's a planner who's a fighter kind of like all the shit you'd want to know in a game like all those like team up uh mutant academies and like x-men universes where you like you need four people but you need a power set you need a brain like this these two issues were all like oh this is the these are the teams that like this is the the combination that i'd want and then great fucking fights yeah it was fun it's a fun it's a fun read because it's just like you said, just intense, nonstop, just almost like a horror slash, excuse me, action video game. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, oh, it was, I was going to say New Mutants. New Mutants reminded me of The Thing as a horror story. Because mm-hmm. the whole like going to a winter base and they don't know what the fucking thing is and ends up fucking all of them. And then this one obviously reminded me of Aliens because quite literally, Aliens. aliens. And they kind of look like the Xenomorphs too, don't they? They do. It's, it's, I don't think it's a coincidence. But we move on to X-Force, which we were talking about Domino and Colossus earlier. Wow, wow. Um, it's kind of cool that Domino, uh, the 
Domino double. Versus, yeah, double domino or what do we call her? Domino First domino. Domino double works. She's doppel doppel dommer gang. She's with, yeah, da, yeah. <laughs> she's about to kill a minister that she's getting intimate with, but uh, Domino shows up and ends that pretty fast. Just basically shoots her in the face. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would think that would have been a, a different type of fight or a longer type of fight or like a a better like standoff type of fight. But no, nah, Domino just doesn't fuck around, which is I'm cool with. But I appreciate that. Again. We just got her in the last issue, so I thought she would have got at least two pages. Well, yeah, no, she, yeah, she, she gets off pretty quickly. But I think there's, Half they're one. hinting that there, there's probably more of them. Yeah, well, the, again, if you want to so. give the final spoiler in the beginning, um, train of dominoes. That's right. Well, again, yeah. I really like this for um, the character building of Sage. Domino and Colossus, who are all kind of dealing with their own demons, whether they know it or not. Yeah. Um, so Domino brings back the Doppel Domino Ganger to Sage. Doppel Domino Ganger to Sage, and they they do the autopsy, and Domino already like feels like she's getting her luck back. To yeah, the I was just, yeah I was gonna say that she, she found a over right and. Sage makes the joke of like, oh, of course you would find a four-leafed uh, plant on a crazy like mutant island, and she gives it to her, and Sage tucks it behind her ear. So like, I like that because Sage has kind of been doing all of this unsung, unsung work. She's got to be stressed. That's what I always think. Whenever I... she's just been in here, either getting barked at by Beast, who's maybe a villain according to your theory, which may be panning out based on some stuff we saw. Yeah. Or just constantly like not sleeping because she's yes. like she's high alert. Like she's Oracle. Like she's a watchtower. Like she's she's the eyes and ears of this institution. I swear the um, two I swear the two most stressed people in this book are her and Black Tom. Like because they're Black Tom this, gets <sighs> they're, the, they're, the, they're the security gates, right? And she's way more confident than he is. So yeah. you, you she's you know she's stressed. I'm just like, every time I see this girl, I'm like she is just so you go from her level of stress and worry to Domino's and Colossus's because Domino goes to like relax. Yeah, goes for a walk. And ends up going for a swim where she meets Colossus. And I love the way that they're writing Colossus because we still don't know what happened to him. No. But he got fucked up and he can't let it go. So he's like essentially suicidal as a she because of all the shit that they've gone through. Like Domino still remembers them peeling the skin off of her. Like she's half missing still. And the whole kind of coming back from death clone things changes what suicide is. But the fact that like for these guys, it's not suicide as much as you get to let go of painful memories. Yeah, it's, um, it's a... It's Colossus a, wants to do it, but like Domino's like, I, I, I need to hold on to it. Like I need to challenge that anger and use it against all the people against me. I love I love the... The, the kind of themes that they were talking about in this issue. Just it's really things. deep because it's an interesting, like you said, it's an interesting way to look at the whole resurrection thing. Because, yeah, he, he, he flat out offers to... Take her, take her under the water and just kill her. Yeah, both of us can die right now. We can come it's back. It's so dark. And it's so, like, I, I'm sure there's probably a lighter character I would have expected this least from. But still, Colossus is not far from that character, right? Like, this dude is, for the most part, happy-go-lucky and chill like nobody's really fucking with colossus so the fact that like whatever happened to him changed him 
so yes. much that like he wants to end it so he can start again is fascinating. Yeah. I love fascinating. It. fascinating. Well well played. Yeah. Um but Domino's so against it. Like she wants to keep channeling that rage and pain. Which is admirable, right? Like I respect that. It's like, you know, that's you are who you are. When you say that. admirable, it's also psychotic too, right? Like it is. She, it's yeah, it's uh, almost masochistic, right? It's like it definitely is masochistic. Yeah. But again, it lends itself to the team. X Force aren't the kind of I don't want to say weak for lack of better um word, but like these aren't guys that sugarcoat shit. They know what they are. Like they're the killers. Like they're the black ops. They go in mm-hmm. and do the jobs yep. that nobody else is gonna do. So the fact that she doesn't want to forget, I get that. But the fact that he does, like he he's not in X Force, but like he kind of is now. Like kind of yeah, he's almost like a ancillary X Force member. Yeah. So like I I love I love that like uh, back and forth with the, between the two. They don't kill each other. Um, no, they don't. Is, but uh, and, say and they, the the dominant. four the four leaf clover things comes comes full circle because so so quick too right yeah sage is able to track other dominoes do, doppled dumb and gangers no i almost got it there you go from <laughs> by by tracking the amount of four-leaf clovers in any given area amazing. <laughs> which is like wow okay how do you write that do you write that with the four-leaf clover first or do you write that with we need something to track everything with so we made it four-leaf clovers fuck that's a good question i no, I think it comes after. We'll find a way to, how do you track them? Well, it's, what's lucky, you know? Yeah, well, well, how would you track a domino? It'd have to be something lucky, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And it's a fucking train. Always it's a train full train. of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird train, but like, a, like, it's a great sequence to get to the final reveal because Domino's like, I need you. And, and Colossus hasn't left the island since coming back as a wreck, right? So he's shaky already. And she's just saying that as she's piggybacking off in this guy, jumping from train, like, to train, like, on the roof. Like, he's doing amazing. Like, it's a great panel work. Like, everything is flying fast. But the fact that, like, she's in his weird, like, hey, man, like, you need to, like, step up your shit now. Like, I need you. Um, I wish you, I, like, I wish I could tell you that it feels good, that it feels right to be outside the wire. But right now I can't help but feel like I've seen enough, right? Like, and it's and it's blood, right? Like, this is... Colossus like pouring out his his heart. He's being so vulnerable. It's like I don't know if I can be an X Men anymore, kind of thing, right? Yeah, but he's, he's fucking up so much that I don't want to do this. And this isn't like a hard job until like they open up the train. They literally fall into a pool of blood, and then like they freak out. Um, but like he doesn't even want to do like the simple stuff. Like this isn't hard for Colossus. This is, like day one shit, right? Yeah, he got fucked so much. I don't know, literally, uh, figuratively. Um, fucked up that was the word i was missing there up that his whole frame of reference is like i don't i don't even want to be this which is insane like i cannot and so as the reader we're like my mind went to like what happened like what happened to this dude i can't wait for the reveal like which villain set took him out and did this to him yeah because remember he was fucked up in metal form yes they got him good and like came back like a shell of a man like i I swear it's the marauders that found him like yes and they just dragged him back and like it took a couple issues before he even like talked or like opened up like i swear he was just huddled in like a shell of metal yeah, he's just chilling there yeah just freaking out i uh, really i really like the artwork how they the whole fight with the train goes on when yep. they're fighting the whole like the the gang of domino doppel domino gangers almost got it so they break through like several carts that all have 
this kind of remind me of the couple issues that we read of what's damn it i should know the names of things before i try and reference it shouldn't i um it doesn't matter but they go into each cart and they have like different tubes of like body parts that obviously they're growing and cloning um what's the what damn it i always thought <laughs> i had the name of it i, I don't know go. man I know. Um, I'll think of it by the time we reach Cable, and I'll talk about that instead of Cable. Um, they break through like three carts till they get to the final cart, and they open the door. And it, again, you said it. It's a a gang of double double domino gangers. Did I say it right? Double double. I, 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 I guess it's your word. Double hey, dumb, double dumb, double dumb. I can't even fucking get to the first double part of it. domino doppel gangers. Okay, double double. Yeah, double domino doppel gangers. There you go. Yeah, whole gang of them, and they don't even waste time. They just shoot. They shoot her straight in the chest. Yeah, Boom. and Peter has to jump out and stop the train himself. He kills them all, and then like watches Domino die in his arms. And those panels are great too, right? Like they just do this like um, long shot. Yeah, make sure I remember what's going on in the train, and then him jumping to the front of the train, and then like bending it, and then crushing it. Um, it's like another reason why I fucking love Colossus. Like he's so underrated. Like he's such a Superman, he does so many Superman things, but yeah, like he's right, not fly. Like he, he just does amazing things. But the fact, like again, he gets to see like there's more another me- painful memory that he's gonna swallow, which is like the death of Domino. Um, but I do like how she she does make him promise, like I'm not gonna die on you. Like she has a choice, unless you promise, <laughs> unless you promise to make me remember, like make sure I remember everything. Which, which is going to be an awkward conversation down the line. Yes. Which we'll get to in the next issue. But I just want to talk about how Peacock, they, they cut to Peacock gang. Zeno, yeah. And uh, apparently Peacock's got a bigger boss, which I did not see coming either. Yeah, under new management. So who is that? I don't know. But uh, essentially, he has a meeting saying the train is all their eggs. They put all their eggs on that basket. Yeah. And now that train's gone. So idiots. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's your <laughs> like fault. We have no more, we have no more clones and we have no more money. Like, and someone's like, how much money is it going to cost us to do all this shit again? And he's like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. And before he even finishes that thought, you just see a cloudy figure and his eyes just look fucking scared to shit. Like he just dropped a deuce in his pants. Yes. And there's a bigger boss that he has to, a... that, that kills his, like his big number one goon. Yeah. And then just, Oh man. Just an ominous figure who I'm like, who could this be? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I was uh, looking around. Dra- I would know it, but I'm excited. Dracula. I don't know. <laughs> he's in it. Sebastian Shaw. Now there's, there's a, there's another, um, Cyclops has, has a brother too. So that's what I was thinking. Mikhail. It's, it's not it, a, cause it's, Who's who's the 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 seat at the council who didn't do anything for like thirteen issues and then did one thing and we're like, hey, he did something. Oh, Exodus. It's not Exodus. No, that's my one joke. Uh, no, that's yeah. He finally he he spoke. No, I I don't know. I was thinking I don't know. I don't know who it is, but. But I'm excited again. That's something new that I didn't think I was gonna yeah. get. I thought Peacock Zeno was the 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 head boss to that, but every uh-huh. boss has a boss. And that leads us into the next uh, issue of father and son playing Russian roulette or Krakoan roulette, which is amazing, which is Wolverine and, and Dakin. So this is the first time seeing Dakin, right? Yeah. Yeah. And first time. And they have their, great, they're having a great old time with, they have their, they have their fists. They, they fists each have fists to their, their head. 
into the yeah. temple and they're rolling, they're spinning a ball Spin around. Up. And it lands on Dakin and then you just hear snit, snit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and like Logan just laughs kind of thing. But then I, these are the, the little moments that I love. Gene looks over and starts to have a mental conversation with Logan. And it's basically like, why don't you try something more nice yeah. with them sometime? And he's like, what are you talking about, Janine? Like, this is exactly what we're doing. Like, so I love the fact that that already tells you why they're both not in the same title. Like, Gene is an X-Men. X-Men kind of do things completely different than X- X-Force does. Well, Gene's um, ten- G- they, they, they're... I don't know. Gene Gene's supposedly part of X Force, but right. But she but she says that cut it for it, man. She says that in the conversation. She's just like, um, um, it's harder to know what's right and wrong anymore, right? Sometimes I feel like X Force has screwed up my internal compass. That's right. Legit from her mouth. So I love that she's she's trying to move away from X Force. Like she's looking at what it's become, right? Like this there's this whole um. What's the book where all the kids get shipwrecked on the island? Which on this book? No, okay. no, it, it's like a they kill piggy with a rock. Like it's an actual like uh, like book of literature that I read it in high school. Uh, oh. Lord of the Flies. Oh, for her, it's turning into Lord of the Flies, right? Like the the kids are running the asylum. They're just doing anything that they want, and she's like, I remember when like there were rules and there was kind of like a structure, and we weren't just letting people just murder each other, right? Like, death has no concept now. Yes. So, it doesn't give a fuck about it, right? So, like, I love that like, that's Gene's new kind of, like, flip to everything. But that immediately leads into maybe the greatest panel that's of right. this entire series. The, the Green Lagoon, yeah. The fucking Where's Waldo page, where you get everybody, including multiple, multiple men. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is awesome. So, like, I, I, I was just trying to look and count as many people that i knew in here and i didn't even have i know i saw a strong guy which made me laugh yeah there's a guy with a tiny hand i was like yes dazzler's like singing stuff she's been singing for like six issues straight so i don't know what she does but uh cool you get to see like apocalypse size difference because like huge Huge. You get Bob um, there. You get Emma. You get Emma Frost. You get Sebastian Shaw puking into the river. It's, a, it's amazing. It's an amazing panel. I would read this issue just for that panel. And this is a poster that I would love to blow up and own because yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then you get the return of Domino. And I was gonna say this in the first issue. She's drawn differently that I didn't like in the not first issue. Issue eight. eight yeah, the art. The artist changed. Yeah. And to her, their credit, she's changed again even her attire so like for me that lends itself even if it was unintentional that the fact that like when you come back you're a different version of yourself if there's anyone more true to form for that it's domino yeah she's got her full face her full other half of her body and she like she sounds and feels like a new version of herself which is great but like also like super damaging because like she's been through so much right and she's trying to be like she's all up in chipper when she goes to see sage who hasn't who's, just, who's actually chilling for once yeah she left her fucking like um layer essentially for the first time and she's just finally getting a drink um but i love their trade-off of just like domino feels like this brand new hero that just started her first day in kokoa and sage has been like yeah i've been here so fucking long like i'm tired i like i want it to all end so like i love that little trade-off that they had yeah, it's cool. And the, and until Black Tom and Gorgeous George get into a fight, 
Yeah, did did they like Black Tom's just trying to get a drink and then he eats something, right? Like did he eat something that he wasn't supposed to eat? Yes. Okay. Do you know what that was? It was like a grape or some shit. It was like a olive or whatever. Yeah, out of his drink, right? Like yep. I love in one of the panels too. Like it's just um Gambit and Storm. Um, well what no what what, well, what happens sorry, well what happens is he eats it out of this big this big ass drink and then he kinda he, he feels like he's haunted by Krakoa. Right. So he like slips up and he bumps into Gorgeous George and George is like, the fuck are you doing, man? And he like flips him around. Yeah, so, this seems like this is like a safe space to like fight anybody. Yeah. Like everywhere else seemed pretty peaceful on Krakoa, but this place is like, this is like the biker bar that you're not supposed to go into unless you're like X-Force. Yeah. Or like a badass. So the fact that like a fight start to break out and then that Sage is the first one to throw fucking the first fist yeah like, she what? kicks yeah she kicks gorgeous George. straight to the face like crack yeah. <laughs> they, like, takes him out and then everyone's just like starts laughing and they're like yes fight right like they couldn't wait for this so like this this is the whole gene thing that like is cool to see like they're so quick to just turn into like the worst versions of themselves or like the the monsters or like the the aggressors or like the the fighters and she's like listen this is not the utopia that i think we all envisioned right mm-hmm but like Wolverine is more and more like, I don't give a fuck, man. I came for a fight, right? And he's ready to jump in before your boy Blue shows up and he's like, your violence is needed elsewhere. I'm yeah. Like, oh gosh. He So he puts together his own X-Force team. Oh my which God. Is Logan well, his, Kid- his, his favorite X-Force team. He's, he's used these guys a few times. Yeah, right? you're right. Yeah. But it's, it's always the same three, right? Logan, Kid Omega, and He Domino. loves Kid Omega. I don't get Kid Omega. Yeah. I, I feel like I mean, he's powerful. Movie. He's just a punk. Yeah, like maybe it's his age that doesn't show up. Like Logan and fucking Domino, I feel like an amazing pair. Like I, I want to see more of those. Oh guys. yeah, well they've been, they've been, they were in the original. They've been doing it for so long. Yeah, that's true. Or uh, the original one, but you know the one I'm talking about. But there's a there's another trade off between Domino and Wolverine talking about like um, if Domino understands like what's going on. Like he keeps asking her like like do you feel good? And she's like yeah, I'm, I, I feel great. Like I feel better. And it's like. You, you look good but like are you feeling good right mm-hmm. like logan understands what it is to come back from death but i don't think domino fully understands it yet no so she threatens him with fucking like um <laughs> Kukoan claws <laughs> like she snits him it's like do i look like uh <laughs> do you really want me to look like you right like logan kind of tells her be careful of becoming the weapon that like you're so quick to fall into like this was a weird issue in terms of like it seemed like it was way more um like it understood like how meta it was like everyone like knew kind of like how bad they could be and like how they flirt on that line especially logan because he knows he's a weapon right and he enjoys it but like to to see it in one of his friends or his allies like that was a red flag yeah yeah i can go there you you shouldn't go there, right? That's this whole thing with Domino's. Like, you're acting like you're fixed when, you, you know, you're not. You're, you're, not. You, you're just reborn, right? All yeah. this shit still happened to you, right? Like, yeah. so that was like kind of like a mindfuck for me because I thought it was over when she came back, right? Like, I thought she wouldn't be able to connect with Colossus anymore. And we don't get Colossus in this, which is great and fine. Um, but I didn't know where she was going to get that kind of conversation from. She gets a little bit from Sage, who doesn't really understand it. Like, Sage just understands, like, I, I'm... I'm fucking suffering too. Um, but like Logan's the one that really like paint the picture of like, yo, like shit's not the way you think it is. 
as we go off into another fucking kill mission. Yeah, they go to Terra Verde. Um, and we all know what happened there with Beast and his tampering with the fucking Prime Minister's son, right? Was that the, um, what did we say, the the tree vampires? We yeah, yeah. Is that what we call them? I can't remember what it was. I don't, I don't remember either. We Again, we have to keep a list of all the villains we keep adding because they keep adding villains. I'm not mad at it by no means. No, not, God, not at all. But yeah, he sends, he, sends, he sends a team there and it's basically, it's overrun with plant life and shit like that. And they have to they navigate. Find their, yeah, yeah, navigate. They find their way to this temple, which is kind of, it's, it's, it's originating from. As like and, just talking through them, talking to them as they kind of like narrate what's what they see and what's going on. Yeah, and and, and because it's all plant life, Beast throws Black Tom into the mix too. Yeah, like he goes the way he gets Black Tom is kind of fucked up too, right? Like he just kind of yanks Tom out of his situation. He's, a, he's an asshole, man. Beast is a fucking yeah. This asshole. this was like me realizing you may be right with Beast being a fucking full fledged villain, because as he's trying to go assemble Black Tom to essentially aid them. Um, X Force kind of gets fucked up and like sunk, like it's like quicksand vines, they kind of get dragged into this world to the point that like it ends with Kid Omega screaming for help, yeah. And Beast isn't around to like respond, he's too busy like stealing Black Tom, yeah. Cat. Yeah, he's trying to call for backup. He's like, Beast, do you read me? He's like, We need backup, and, and Beast is nowhere to be found. It's it. And it's a great panel too. The final panel of uh, it's angry. Oh God! Right, like of just Kid Omega getting dragged back. Yeah. Into like the nothingness or the abyss, and then a to be continued, which is the first time we've got it to be continued in this entire run. Yeah, uh, right. That was that was fucking great, man. Like because it had so much more levels. Like this had no action whatsoever, other than like uh, Russian roulette with claws and like a, a quick fight, but so much character arc for so many different characters for so many different reasons yeah it was nuts and yeah the only action you get is right at the end when like you said the vines besides yeah so right at the beginning with the russian with the chrome roulette and then right at the end when the vines pull and, and that and that weird like um vine panther that uh, yeah that just shows up that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Well, well, there's, there's heinous shit everywhere thought they're gonna fight that thing they never did but no they just keep moving right i wouldn't want to fight i don't yeah. know what the fuck that is like you no, gotta keep okay. moving, right? I swear this was like a recon mission. They got fucked up fast. Yeah, hard. Yeah, big time. Uh, so move on to Marauders number nine. Again, so still your favorite comic? Uh, I'd say I, it's most consistent. It's up there. It's top, top, top three for easily. I don't know. I have to sit and think. It was great. This one's this one's always it, been in the top three though. Since the, it was it was so great till they killed Kate, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's just she's so missing from yes. everything else I've been reading. Yeah, and this was still a really good fucking issue. Yeah, and well, it starts out with Pyro's pervy little dream <laughs> of like how he's he he goes back to shore and he celebrated. I was like, Pyro, you're the best, yeah. And then uh, he goes to his car, which is a fucking, I think it's a Thunderbird. It's from yeah. Smokey and the Bandit. Like, it's the exact yeah. Smokey and the Bandit car, which I saw. And I was like, yes. Like the, uh, like the license plate? KRK04? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I missed that. It's a Pontiac Firebird, yeah. And who's waiting on the car for him is fucking... Marvel Girl. Yeah, Marvel Girl, which is like, wait a minute, Pyro. She's not your girl, but... He's all... He's about, he's, he's here. He's about that, man. Who isn't about Gene? Like, yeah. that's where Gene's on everyone's, um, like, firefighter um, calendar. She's got to be like a March or an April. 
like and then and then it, it cuts it breaks out and it's actually Emma who's and, like in, she's in like a, orchestrating it like, like manifesting it yeah I was like what but amazing like she's going to severe methods to make sure that yellow jacket who we i forgot was still in pyro yes hanging out in his little submarine which yeah. was awesome it's so funny yeah he's, he's just keeping him he's, she's basically just keeping him busy entertained yeah which is like something she doesn't have to do but like why not i guess like she's that strong of immune that she's like all right i'm just gonna make so it's a, like a dream within a dream she incepts somebody in this mother yeah but more or less so, yeah already it's a better story than the actual inception movie which I shit on earlier, which was a, another conversation that we'll have another day. Um, and then it leads to like one of the like the best misleads that I never saw coming. Um, Yellow Jacket wakes up and starts to realize that it's all a fragment. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's not reality. And he immediately uh, makes his ship big and himself big. And it explodes out Pyro. And I was like, God damn, did they just fucking kill Pyro like that? Because it's yeah. just like blood splat like and gut splattering everywhere. It's fucking great. Yeah, he is. Go ahead. Oh yeah, so as soon as he pops out of his um submarine, it's, it's a, a straight headshot to Emma, and Emma goes on. I was like, oh my god, like what the fuck? Like this is the craziest Marauders issue ever. See when when Emma gets capped in the head though, I was like, this can't be. I was still riding high off of Pyro getting fucking. That yeah, that I saw. I was like, oh shit, that's. Oh, that was real. I'm in it, right? Like, plus, then you always remember that they can bring everyone back. But the fact that like Emma got headshot the way that she did was just like for me caught me off such great guard. Um, but then you realize that that's another dream. Yeah, so the like cuckoos, the cuckoos within a dream, within a dream. Again, this is ten times better than yeah. goddamn. The cu- the cuckoos assist Emma in forming a grand illusion that Yellow Jacket was discovered and like escapes into international waters. Yeah, like, while, during that, that away, like he was like he was the hero he killed like half of marauders and was on his way back to the baby hellfire club yeah Little and magneto pulls him out of pyro's insides once he passes out yeah he does it funny too because um pyro's like how are you gonna pull it out and he just coughs and then like the little submarine already pops out of him yeah um and then there's like this little talk about like we could just kill him right now and like emma's always been playing chess too right like i feel Magneto's been playing chess. X has been playing chess. Mystique's been playing chess. But Emma's also been playing chess, right? Um, so, like, this was more of, like, I could crush my en- this one enemy here now, or I can send a real warning shot to the actual enemy who sent him in the first place. So, like, she speaks to... I, I keep calling them Baby Hellfire Club because she makes that kind of joke of, like, um, you guys are just copying what i did earlier and you're not even doing it well yeah well yeah, i mean it works that plays i, I know what you're talking about <laughs> you, they're, they're they're you can call them the verendi too i could i could call things all by the correct names but that's not what i'm here no for. baby hellfire club works <laughs> it plays it plays don't worry it plays um i just love that a pyro really just wants to kill everybody because he's the one that got the worst end of the stick but everyone's like nah man you can't do that you can't kill nobody that is pretty yeah it is it is pretty cool how they show up her and Pyro, they they project each other they or themselves like you're saying into like the into like the candle like they they manifest into like the room that they're in so like yeah. I have not I don't understand how strong Emma is but like I'm constantly impressed by everything that she does. Yeah, well, she's all telepath, so she's just in everybody's mind. Yeah, she's mind fucked them. 
I didn't think you, she could do a mind within a mind manipulation to yeah. the point like she like kind of self suicide herself because she let dude shoot him and manifested that. Yeah. In order for him to believe it, um, yes. I did love that Magneto just threw this guy away. <laughs> just launched him. He's just like, yeah, I get, yeah. Is gone. With his negative powers, that's the most I've seen him use his powers since uh, the Fantastic Four issue. Yeah. yeah. And all he does is like he does very little shit. Like he's so not uh, Doctor Doom, who barely moves a finger, but like will change the Earth. He barely moves a finger and just like little like metal screws go flying places like he hasn't done anything in a long time <laughs> which i'm not mad at but like you know not everyone can be a-listed all the time but it's just like did you really need to call magneto to come throw this tiny ship well they down? need they need i guess they needed they needed to get him out of that's the easiest way to get him out of pyros <laughs> i would have loved a storyline where they're just like hey um drink this and then pyros oh, to take a big shit it's like it's in the shit now, bro. but uh, I'm not mad. Uh, and yeah, so the, but then you get the you get the little panel of the five trying to bring Kate back, and it's just like you get they they kind of let you know that they've been trying repeatedly and they can't bring her back. Yeah, um, her specifically too, right? Like her specifically, and, yeah. Yeah, Emma keeps wanting to talk to her, which like lends itself to like how she can go through the gate and all that fun stuff. So I love that Kate is even more of a question mark. Yeah. And the even better Easter egg is Lockheed is just like chilling out and he has his own like inner monologue where he's, he's like a good, he's a good boy. He's like, I'm having fun here, but I can't stay. He's a good boy. Go yeah, and he, he goes he brings like a half eaten fish for I thought that was who did I think it was? I thought, I thought it, was it was karma probably, right? I thought it was somebody that it wasn't like I was like it's not Jubilee or like I thought no, it was, it was I, I, I think it's just some random girl who like he ended up yeah because the last issue he he remember last issue she she fished him out of the ocean over he she found him he was in the net yeah yeah and nursed him I, back I thought to it was gonna be someone pivotal it's not and it doesn't need to be I just no. love the fact that like he got this little inner monologue of like I can have a happy life here but I'm not going to I gotta find her yeah and he goes find Kate right so and that's how it ends. Simple, a lot, a lot happened, and a lot didn't happen. Yes. Um, this is like maybe the least Marauders of a Marauders issue because there wasn't like set sales, there wasn't like swashbuckling, there wasn't a lot of like fighting. Yeah, right. it, was, it was very, it was much more low key. It was all. Uh, it was more like uh, fixing, uh, fixing things. It was much more Lockheed. Um, yeah, yeah and um, just establishing that like even your favorite group needs some downtime to just fucking make sure that they're okay. Like they have to fix pyro. Like pyro can't go on missions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I meant by fixing. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, but still good. Like I still enjoyed it. But and then you get, you get a bit more, uh, well, when we move on to Wolverine number two, I was just gonna say it's, it's missing Kate. We both said it. Like yeah. I need Kate. I miss Kate. I want more Kate. Yeah. Well, you get, you get a bit more Marauders and a bit more Kate in uh, uh, and, uh, Wolverine two, right? Fair. Bishop's got a new coat in Marauders too. Like he's got a new outfit. Like, oh, yeah, but he's, he's back, and then in Wolverine too. He's back into his old. I don't know, man. They. There's they, one thing they got. They got to get the costumes in order. I don't know what's. Going I don't on. think they do. I appreciate the fact that they all have different costumes. I just don't know if it. it I don't think, but I, you th- you're time. running the best of the death. I don't think. I don't think it's on purpose. I think they're just. I'll just draw them like this, and then. Yeah, but that's what I like. If if I was Wolverine and I had like eight different versions of my suit, I would. There was a day I want to be brown, there's a day I want to be blue and yellow, right? Like that comes up. 
But like for certain characters, like Cyclops, every day I wear the same exact fucking suit. Fair enough. I'd rather I'd rather have more continuity myself. But anyways, I don't I don't mind it. You do. We'll see what happens. I don't I don't, I don't mind enough to, to like it bothers me, but it's just like man, like that's it's a continuity thing. But yeah. again, I, that's why I don't know if it's going to lend itself to time, right? Because we've seen Kate in old school X Men um, uniforms in Fantastic Four. So I don't know if this is like when she was rolling with the full team or like this is some sort of different timeline. I don't know. Right. So it's I hope bad. it pans out. But if it doesn't, it's not really going to make a break. No. It, so. no. But yeah, but Bishop's having nightmares or, or not nightmares. He's having some visions of like his team dumping pedals off crates of pedals off the side of his ship. Right. Yeah. Which is amazing storyline that I think they touched, touched on, but the fact that they've now ch- turned the, their life-saving export into a drug being manufactured is fucking amazing. I love that. That's right. And the, yeah, the pale, but then you get the pale girl in this who's yeah. making them do that. Yes. Which is awesome. Another, another villain that I don't know what to make of yet. She's like, she seems to be the main one in these Wolverine books so far. Or more, more prominent because then it flashes over to, to Wolverine fighting Sabretooth, Lady Deathstrike, and Dr. Cornelius in the snow. I loved his fucking his nightmare of how it flashed through, and I was so happy that we were getting Sabretooth back. But again, it was just no. Nope. He's got yeah, and that's and you so you learn that's how he kills. Great, great paneling. This entire issue was just like either was full like a full panel where I get so much detail in whatever one thing you're showing me, or so many tiny ones that just showed me how much frantic pace everything was going. I fucking yeah, I like this one. Yeah, how it was drawn. Um, the the face off of him against like his greatest foes in the snow. Yeah. Fucking great. Um, and then the fact that Lady Deathstrike turns into Marvel Girl and he freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Um, this this is a writer that knows fucking Logan. And you see that more as we keep reading this issue specifically. Yeah, but that's it's it's crazy how both Bishop and Wolverine get these realistic Same. nightmarish Same. visions. Because they're it happened. I thought they were just dream sequences, but they happen. Yeah. And he actually killed the X-Force and Bishop actually saw his crew members dumping pedals into the ocean. Yeah. Which is um, then uh, Logan wakes up on a table from Healer? No. Yeah, yeah, Healer, yeah. I just want to say it's hilarious that they put the uh, his they put Healer's uh, word bubble over where the naked Logan's penis would be. Oh yeah, scratch yeah, that's right. So you don't get that I was like, it's oh, all right, Logan. That's the one laugh you'll get in this book. There's no other laughs in here. No, this is this is a pretty dark and as it should be. Yep. Um, and like Wolverine wakes up in like pain and just horror and like looks at his hands and I feel like I feel like he constantly always looks at his hands. Always. Like, like those are his like like his weapons of like mass destruction. He's constantly destroying things with these two things, these two hands, right? So um he like scratches his head and he's just like, What happened? Right? He's trying to make sense of it. And Asks if it's happening to other people. Looks over to the other table. There's Bishop, right? Yeah, Bishop was there too. What's crazy is that the um, when because it actually happened, you get Logan going in. I'm skipping ahead a bit, but you go to Logan when he's in the hatchery, right? And who's there? Cyclops, right? And he's just kind of not saying anything. He's just staring at him because they're both waiting for Gene to come back, right? And he's kind of like Scott up, you know. 
I didn't, I didn't know I'm going to make this right. And Scythe doesn't say anything. He just, he just walks away. I was like, well. As, as he would. What can yeah. you fucking say, though? He wants yeah. to fight, if anything. Yeah. You know, to, yeah. And again, those are those consequences. Like, if you talk about parallels from the last X-Force, like, it was Gene worried about the same situation. Like, Logan was so callous with his son about, like, death and, like, maiming each other that she died. And Scott was looking at her like, hey, man, like, are you okay? And she's like, I don't know if this is the right world for us. And instantly you have the consequences to that thought, right? Um, I just love the fact that as you keep reading this comic, it kind of peels back Logan to his basic level, which is just animalistic. And he kind of just, for me, he, he just wants to kind of be the killer towards the end of it. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't talk about like his partner on land what's Jeff, the, yeah who's kind of giving him intel and lets him know like what's really going on yeah. uh, but they have an exchange and obviously they're, they're drinking beers and he's getting information from him i don't know if logan takes him as seriously as he should or like treats him as like a credible ally because like logan especially in this run really seems like he's complete solo it's all about me or not about me like I know I got to walk this alone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So anyone kind of joins up with him ultimately ends up dead. Look at Gene kind of thing, or just thrown aside. So like, it's interesting to see kind of him interact with people in, in his own title. Cause it's never the same as he's written with everyone else. Everyone else, he kind of has a heart. He's a cautionary tale or like he's fun. And this one, he's just like bare bones and it's kind of super depressing and dark. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But he, but they come up with a plan. They basically they come up with a plan to basically set up a trap because they want to figure out who's or how they're moving the um, the contraband, really the the pedals. The drugs, like, right? yeah, they're, they're, they're treating like drugs now. So I, uh, we didn't give it enough credit. The fact that I don't know if I can't remember if uh, Costa Perdita were trying to get the drugs for the same reason. Like I don't know if they were drug dealers based on this, but the fact that whichever writer decided let's turn their saving grace, which is what got Krakoa their sovereign nation status into a weapon and like a drug. It's just like, fuck, right? Like it's basically cocaine, that, right? reverse cocaine. Like cocaine started off as like, a, oh no, exactly. Like, okay. Like they thought cocaine was a medicine and then everyone's like, no, 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 this is a drug, man. Like we're going to enjoy this as a drug. So the fact that now this flower that they have based their whole society around is now going to get fucking fucked up and used to its detriment is like we'll throw every can throw everything out the window right like if i'm you the united nations i'm like you guys can't exchange this flower anymore not if it's going to be a drug right like fuck Mm -hmm. you so like it this seems to be or that one little thread for me is something that could pull the entire series apart which is amazing because i didn't think they could find something like that but it was so simple so Je- yeah, Jeff and Logan on the boat. Excuse me, sorry about that. <laughs> they're trying. They're trying to set a trap for the pale girl, the and trouble. they and they they do. But um, Logan ends up juking Jeff in the back. Yeah, turns out he's still because the pale girl shows up, and it's like, yeah, you're still under my control. It's like, yeah. oh. He gets he gets demonized. He gets X Force eyes. Like well, the same time, I've only ever seen him like that when he was wearing his his gray and black suit. Yep, the red but, eyes. Yeah, just dead. And I was just like, damn. Wow, that, that fucking that was that was quick. 
Yeah, and he's got that evil like demon demon smile. Yeah. And I just wrote like Wolverine can't escape his his inner demons literally or his bloodlust. Like the good- no, it's a little, it's almost a little disappointing. It's like the case okay, so they're mind controlling Logan again. I was like, fuck, like. For me, I think like part of it goes. was what he's doing though. Like I, I feel like sure, like he doesn't want to be doing it, but like part of him like gets that like this is what I do. Yeah, it, well, it's exactly it. It's, it's yeah, it's just, it's that's what I mean. It's, it's what he does. It's the same thing again. So yeah, I'm a killer. We'll see I how it goes. It. It, and he got a boat now. So we get to move on to everybody's favorite new book, <sighs> Cable Number One. Kid Cable gets his own book. I'm gonna make this quick because I did not like this. That's fine. Um, I wrote it's trash. We've been going on for so fucking long. I wrote yeah, we two hour mark. Um, Silver Samurai. He's got a leaderboard that was good. Cable beats Cable beats Logan. That's bullshit. Is there a demon bear? I didn't get that. Um, he pulls a badass sword from his paw. Cool. Now there's like future guards that like want the sword that he pulled what and then old cable still alive trash 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 i did not like this yeah that's exactly right. yeah but yeah cable and wolverine fight the quarry the kid wins it that's that's basically it yeah armor saves cable in classic case of monster with pope yeah there's a yeah it's is it a demon bear because that would make me laugh that's the one like maybe funny thing about it but i think it's just a giant monster lion yeah i don't think it's a demon bear it was kind of cool they had the um the board for who beat who yeah the leaderboard's cool and like there were some like did not finishes and like uh some disqual i think magic got disqualified which was awesome yes (laughs) which makes me love her more doesn't even make sense but i'm like yeah i'm with it um but yeah no i i'm glad this one moved through fast but i already didn't like yeah i don't know why I didn't like him coming out of Psylocke. I don't feel like he didn't do anything in that one. And this one that he gets his own. I didn't like him when it was an X-Men issue and Scott took him and his sister out and he just fucked shit up. Like, he's only good for me peppered in as part of somebody else's team. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like him as a soldier. His, his own run, like, God bless you. I hope you make it good. But the fact you threw in old cable at the end, I have more questions, but I don't even care at this point. Like, now the 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 one thing that we need to make note of in this book is the the monster they were fighting that big lion thing. My demon bear. Whatever the fuck it was, he ends up the the monster has a fucking thing stuck in its foot. Right. The classic tale of that, and when Caleb lion pulls monster. it out, it's. And then he's happy. I did like how he big was, ass sword. No, it's it's. But this is important to know, right? Because like he's got uh, a big I'm not ass sword. Away from that. I just want to say, um, like they drew him all sinister and mean before they pulled it out. And so they pulled it out. He looked like a plush, like anime. Yes. Line, yes. Which I did laugh at. But yes, you were saying about the most important sword. Yes. Yeah, he pulls out a sword and he gets this flashbacks of like belonging to like some space knight from some other galaxy. Right. Yeah. That's the, the big the big thing about this is that he now has a sword that used to belong to a space space knight. Which a doesn't make sense to Cable, because Cable's like, if anything, big guns, bigger guns. And he says the whole joke about, like, big gun. Like, he says big guns do big guns. So I was like, ugh. That, th- this is where I can see people being mad about, like, changing a character kind of thing. It's like, well, no, I had no Cable to have big guns and be big gun. But Yeah, I, but I agree with you, too. I don't like... Uh, I, I, There's yeah. so many other people you could give a big sword to. Like, imagine magic in this. Imagine a magic sword. Well, magic already has a sword, yeah. but yeah. But imagine a solar Roman, she has two big swords. Yeah, no, I get it. But that's that's the whole thing is that he, he has a sword now. Yeah. That okay. used to belong to a space knight. Who other space knights are now tracking because they want that space knight sword. Right, yeah, there's three more coming for him. 
All right, we're almost done. Don't worry. It's just a uh, giant size X Men, Jean Grey, and Emma Frost. So These we're are... not almost done now because we could talk another hour about this amazing fucking comic. Jonathan Hickman wrote that these are basically the annuals. They're using the giant size as annuals, which is fine. This one was particularly awesome. Mean, sorry, before you go into it, does that mean we get them sparsely or like? Yeah, we want some. I think it's once a month. There's because okay. the night Nightcrawler gets a giant size next. Nightcrawler gets one. Uh, Magneto gets one. Phantom X gets one, and Storm gets one. As far as I know. Uh. Hopefully, it's the same storyline, but we will see. I've read ahead for a few of them, so I could tell you, but it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll, we'll come to it. Um, so you, you don't want to tell me? It's the same storyline. Yeah. Uh, the Storm's... So it starts out with Storm's broken body is discovered by two young mutants, and what follows is Jean in New Duds. How do you like your New Duds? I love it. And I love Emma, artwork in this, too. This is maybe one of the most beautiful books. And Emma... Yeah, go into her mind together to find out what happened. So this is important to know that Jean and Emma did this to go into Charles's head back when Cassandra Nova was a threat. Okay. Um, back in New X-Men number 121, written by Grant Morrison, is actually exactly this book. It's what? just a diff. Now they're going into Storm's head. The other difference, too, is you know at the beginning when Jean and Emma are walking down to enter the, the room to do their thing, she in that book in the in the in the Graham Morrison book she kisses Scott before going in. Okay. And in this one she kisses Logan. Logan before yeah. going in. Did cheek. you uh, did you find anything about the? They gave us a little decoded message. Yes. On one of the... nice. Yes, that translates to silence. Psychics rescue in progress. Ooh. Very cool. Yeah, so they're but what was cool about this one that stood out obviously because you were saying before this too, you thought you had a bum issue is that there's no dialogue, yeah, which uh, like I, I got weirded out for like two panels and I was just like, it still looks fucking great though, because yes. you just follow the story with action and movement and color, I, yeah. It, I was slightly at the time, I was slightly disappointed that there wasn't any witty banter because this is a good. You know, it's so far in this run, Gene and Emma have had some great dialogue together. Right. But because of what was going on with the book and everything and the whole process of them trying to save Storm, it was just fucking awesome. You also still get witty banner, but they use it in action and like panel and like well, visual. Yeah, that was the best thing. That was the best. That was my favorite part was like Jean's going in her mind and then you see Emma I mean, taking a swig from her flask. Like there's shit. And then like Emma, like Gene gives her like this look and it's just like, this is going to be amazing. Right. Yeah. So. Then, then they they start working together. It's 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 really beautiful. Like yes, there's not a better word to use. It's it's really well done. It's so soulful. It's very feminine because of the energies and because it's really you're only dealing with the three leads that you would only want to lead with anyway. But the fact that it's on this mental plane, they play around with so much more things than you thought you could. So like, there's a great panel where, like, it's all electric. Like, um, like. Jean is the alpha in pink, and then, like, uh, Emma is the omega in blue, and they're just, like, swirling energy to get to, like, this tree. And it's just a, be it's just a beautiful panel that leads to, like, Storm's tree, who has, like, Storm's crown over the tree. And yeah. it, from there, you, it just takes you... Like, our review won't do it justice. Like, you no, have to you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta read this. And when I say read, I'm doing finger quotes, because it's, like, you, there's barely any words. Like, you, you feel it. You What's cool it. is it what what was really my favorite part of the whole thing was when they meet the 
the lion and lioness that are kind yeah. of the guardian animals for Storm. And they're, they, they question them. And the way it's drawn is really cool because they question, basically the giant cats question why they're there. Why, yeah, and we, and so, so Jean goes, we're friends. And they channel Storm's last memories with these two women to figure out how they are. So with Jean, her last memory was the hug. When, when I think, was that when she was resurrected? I can't remember. They were, there was a, anyways, there's a last memory of them hugging together. So the lion is like, okay, we're pleased with that. And then they look at Emma and her last memory is when she, she cuffed Storm, remember? When the, <laughs> were they going to that fight? Yes. After Kate died. So that was, so it's yeah. all continuity, right? That's the last memory of them. And they're like, oh, hell no. So they, <laughs> they go and attack Emma, right? And, and they turn into snakes, right? Yeah. yeah like you're not friends and then when what was really cool is when emma like when they crash emma into the ground the cracks in the ground spell help yeah there, there, there's so many easter eggs like it's, yeah it's a really really cool really beautiful such a good really, look that you could go back and pull another thing out pull another yeah, thing trippy like, too right but and then like there's a great panel of it's a close-up of gene before like she charges up and then they show the the like the full picture and it's her like using her whole mental and like she's all like ah right like it just it just looks great like it's yeah it's like the spells the way what you read this book or interpret this book if you can whoever's listening to this because it's it's fucking great but it ends up they end up learning at the end of this trippy uh adventure that they go on which is i could have kept reading odyssey, such an odyssey. Odyssey yeah, odyssey. this is their mind right like they, they ride elephants with butterfly wings it's amazing yeah. Yeah. Like you, you could probably study this in like a psychology class or like a, a dream oh, interpretation yeah. class and pull so much beautiful things out of it. But they, they, they end up learning that the children of the vault actually somehow poison storm. Yes. She's a virus and she'll be dead in 30 days. Which is nice. Which is fuck. So it's like, which is crazy. Cause we, I, we, I know we've said this before, or like where, like probably earlier when this, maybe the second episode we do these, where we want some more Storm. We want Storm in the, I know I do. I'm, sorry, I'm, not, I'm speaking for you too, but I just assume because. You can speak for me on Storm. I think yeah, right. yeah, we want more Storm. She's fucking great. So we're finally getting a bit of some Storm stuff going on. I want to see her doing things too, because I know this essentializes well, she, around her. She but just scream out, save me. Save it lightning, yeah. Yeah, when they finally figure that out too, right? And it's, you, the, the look of like, like pain and horror or just like shock in Jean and Emma's face, because it's slightly different, right? Like they, they react to things differently as they should. But you could see both of them just like, fuck, like this is a real situation. Yeah. Because I guess this is like, we all understand like storm can't come back from this, whatever this is. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then cut to um, Scott and Logan waiting outside and like Logan smelling a flower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they right. look like, like junior kindergarten, like just waiting, waiting for like playtime. Also, I also really appreciate the, the height differentials there too. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a runt. <laughs> no, but, yeah. But, the huge yeah, they, they never always draw him that way. Yeah, and he's stocky. They they give him the, the the husk that he deserves. The Hugh Jackman shit just ruined a lot of people's image of what Wolverine's supposed to look like. So, well, they got his hair wrong, but yeah, <laughs> but that's how. Yeah, that's how it. It's a it's a beautiful book. It's yeah, I love it. Ends with we ought to talk too. That, yeah, that's we the ought to talk. There's the one thing that Jean says. Like she kind of summarizes what happened. 
30 days and we got to talk. Yeah, yeah we got to talk. This is, the, this is the new and probably the priority X-Men problem to deal with. The new villain, right? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing book. And so move on to this last one we have is the Free Comic Book Day X-Men and Dark Ages. And this is... I don't know what to make of this. It's just a little tease of what's to come so i'll just i won't even i'll just read the notes quickly if you want me to do that because uh in some forgotten place in forsaken time a bull guy and a fish lady with two mask guards transform and kidnap a star changing it from a ball of energy to snaky thing plans to deliver it to saturnine from other world if that doesn't make sense to you that's okay because it's not supposed to it's not supposed to um they they use a lot of tarot cards and kind of like a cult yeah yeah they bring it to saturnine yeah like that's a great thing, great way to bring people in. And I really hope they release either trading cards or a, a deck of tarot cards with uh, X-Men because I feel like that's just a missed opportunity not to do. This, that's, that's, that's a good point. But she uses, so Saturnine uses it, what they gave her, what those, the bull guy and fish lady gave her as a, yeah, for, to read tarot, tarot cards into the future of what's to come and prophesizes changes to come. So the first card is judgment, which is... Right. Apocalypse and Summoner standing between pyres. Uh, then there's the Four of Wands, which is like the OG horsemen causing chaos. So the original, original ones, because they they fucked the up. With, yeah, they were they were a big part in the beginning. Um, the Hanged Man, which was, is insane. If this is what's going to be true. Yeah, Apocalypse flanked by Archangel, Banshee, Polaris, Beast, Havoc, Karma, Richter, and Armor. And it's like Dark Beast. Like, yo, these don't look the same. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what fun team? Then there's the Eight of Cups, which is like a half and half portrait of I don't know who that is. It could be Storm. You have any idea? It's Storm, maybe. Yeah. It could be. I don't think it is, but like it, probably someone from space, like the like Lalandra kind of. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe. Or uh, what's the girl that's that Mystique wants back? Can't be her, is it? Oh, Destiny. Because the other half of the mask is kind of Destiny's mask. Kind of. I'm, I'm pulling at straws here. Yeah, you're right. But that could easily be Mystique, too. Did I say Glob? I didn't say Glob was in the Hanged Man, was he? I would say Glob. Glob's in the... Anyways. Um, I said Armour. Yeah, you, you said Grip? Oh, okay, maybe. I said Armour. I think it's Glob. And then who, who's next to Glob? Chicken Nerd. Karma. Karma, okay. Karma and Richter. I said armor. It's actually glob. My bad. Yeah, that one fan out there is really pissed. <laughs> Which then leads us to, of course, Ten of the Ten of Swords. And see, this is crazy because you get five in the front, five in the back. By, by characters, I mean. So in the front, fully lit, is Apocalypse with the Ancient Scimitar. And there's Cable with the Star Knight Sword that we saw. You got a big sword. And Cable, yep. Wolverine with the Miramasa blade, Magic with her soul sword, and Captain Britain with her <coughs> Psy sword, right? Right. In the back, there's five figures. I don't know. I have some guesses for a couple of them. Sure. Before I looked at it, I was hoping I was going to get Kate somehow. But mm, I don't see Kate. No, I don't see Kate up there. So who I think would have been Kate is would, would be Sebastian Shaw. Ah, okay. And next to him, I think that looks like Magneto. Oh, on the right. Yeah, Magneto's on the right for sure. Um, white hair would make me think Storm, but I don't think it's Storm. Could but be. That's what I was thinking too. I thought it might. But be then there's there's thunder or lightning, so I take that back immediately. It's storm. yeah. I thought that was storm. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Unless someone else. 
three of them. Like, I think that one with the double swords there, I think that's Gorgon. Oh, I was going to go Gambit. Oh, Gambit, yeah, maybe. It's and hard. They're all shaded, right? I think the only obvious ones are Storm and Magneto. And then who's there a dude on your far, far? I don't know. That's the thing. There's two I couldn't figure out. I was like, uh, the one Where's in the it? middle I wasn't sure of, and the one on the far right next to Magneto I wasn't sure of. Um... This guy's got like a little jacket, though, so I don't know. I don't think it's anyone from Excalibur because most of the teams kind of expect Excalibur. Yeah, it looks like it, but it's all characters with swords. I don't know, but it seems to be weird that there's two different. So it's almost like are these ten guys? Are these ten characters on, like on two teams? Like two teams of five? Is that how it goes? Or oh yeah, this is the because there's five in the light and then five in the in the shadow. The dark, yeah, this is going to be the versus like Apocalypse scene versus like Sebastian Shaw scene. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know because uh, I mean you got Apocalypse. And so and um, magic on one team. That's <laughs> and cable with big sword. So you and know gonna be... he'll be the first to die. Fuck him. Um, maybe Sabretooth with a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, you really want Sabretooth back, eh? He's fucking amazing. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I'd like to see him just come let back. Let me downgrade fucking amazing. He's awesome, and he started off so great, and they just threw him in a pit. So he's yeah, nothing but anger. And Wolverine's angry, so. But that's it. That's it. And that's, yeah, that's that's all there is to it. So it's just a tease on what's to come. And then they tease the big Marvel uh, event, the new Marvel. Yeah, I didn't, read, I didn't even read that. The Dark you did? Ages? Oh, my no, God. Read, read it. It has the best ending. Okay, I'll read it. I'll read it. Um, but that's Aurora Vex. Again, it was my favorite run. Clearly, we spent the most time talking about this shit than we've ever talked about X-Men. Maybe that's because there's more titles. But still... I fucking enjoyed a lot of Yeah, them. we had a couple extra. The next couple, we're going to have a bit of extra titles because we got to catch up to. We're way behind these books, so. They don't know that. You say things like they know. They're not out there like, hey, man, you guys are, are, aren't keeping a schedule. It's our how, schedule. How dare we not keep schedule? All right, you have a point. You have a point. <laughs> this is fun. I'm going to enjoy fun. it. Keep doing it. All right, man, so we'll see you next time for the next one's Cock Crow of X. Which I think <laughs> that's, that's what I was waiting for. I was going to say, what, what if when I, one time I was like, I'm not having fun with these anymore, and I just stop, like, right before we finish it? You son of a bitch. Well, it would just be you talking to yourself. For like it would hours. be. I would just, yeah, for two hours, just me going through all the books myself. I would listen to that. <laughs> oh, well, now we've got this next one, and I'd be like... <laughs> But then I can't say, what do you think? I mean, I like doing what that. I think about it, yeah. No. yeah I, but I like going like, so what do you think of this? I can't do that if it's just me. No, half the time you're just like, oh, you're not done talking? <laughs> I'm just going to let you go talk. There's a, there's a couple issues here you really want. So I was just like, do you I was super that? excited for a lot of things, man. Yeah. A lot of things are fucking good. A lot of things are paying off that I wasn't expecting to. Yeah. There's new villains. There's, like, there's, there's darkness. There's a fucking dark cloud over a lot of things, man. When, well, next, next when one a few series ago, it was a lot of like, hey, we're happy because we're free. And it's like, we're not really free. Yeah, no, there's some shit going on. And it's all converging into the tennis swords. So, 